We Speak English Good has expanded to WSEG TV only on Twitch. Every Monday at 1 p.m. and Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I will be going live and direct with guests. I have live looping, improvised music stuff and games prizes and more go to twitch.tv slash we speak english good and tune in also go to modedstudios.com m-o-d-e-d-s-t-u-d-i-o-s.com check out the latest and greatest from this fully embroidered patches and apparel online store actually the latest one is my favorite which is a maga hat with blm spray painted graffitied over it you gotta go check it out it's amazing i put it up on my facebook these hats are selling like hot cakes go check it out for yourself modedstudios.com now on with the show yo 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 all right Incessant visions of mob ties And God's eyes are just fickle Sickle swinging inside the hands of death The dark ties We love to mix good with the evil And not apartheid When we should separate the dark from the light Like apartheid I'm down right Grounded iron record just with sounds right The cow's ice That just means I'm colder when I find the right The hook might give you second thoughts But I still rip the light I'm JJ baby cause I'm out of sight When I speak down the mic so ladies I will not pick up your signs Cause you are not my wife If that's not on your mind Put down the line Then you are not my type Crazy right We normalize a whole culture of being whores Been like trying to find your only fans instead of seeking more Naked on the gram, I wonder why a man won't love you core The journey's no longer private when you get the world a scenic tour People get mad, fans are treating what you're tripping for When I'm just trying to transform a doubt in Thomas to Curious George Trying to open you up and free your mind from the inner courts of ignorance You speak belligerent, well your potential's that of Minutemen It seems that innocence, your innocence is still here in the jam The truth is in the pen, but let me take a breath <laughs> The swag sweeter than honey if I fold, then I'm the bee's knees. Live life on a high note, keep it funky like the Bee Gees. Follow me, I'm on another plane, but are you seeing me? Created just so I could blow, sometimes I feel like TNT. I easily could I rap the haters, but that is not the goal. I'm on a roll of rapping the truth or following Holy Ghost. Okay, God gave me the gift, he put me in the mold. Dropped the talent, told me perfected, I can't be timid, bro. So I'ma stroll in and tell the crowd to get your hands up. X is looking salty, I was down, but now your man's up. And that was the latest from today's guest, Jax9, called Mobbin, off his latest album, Abstract. Abstract is available now anywhere you stream your music. Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is rapper, singer, songwriter, poet, Jax9. 
Jax has a new album out called Abstract. You can find it everywhere you stream your music. Of course, there'll be links in the show notes. So please do go and click around and give your boy some love. Jax is a Detroit hip-hop artist. He came to me through a mutual friend of the show, Garrett Jones. He's been on the show a few times, uh, once with his wife, Shay, and uh, who is also an amazing artist, a singer-songwriter, uh, but he, also by himself. So he started a production company in Detroit called Quality Kings. I believe that's what it's called. And they are they represent a, a whole new generation of young artists. And this is the first artist that Garrett sent my way from his management company. And I couldn't be happier. Jax is an intelligent young man who, who has a, a work ethic that I wish I had as at his age um he's spunky he has new ideas and he he was very open with us and very forthcoming and you guys know me i appreciate anybody who comes on here and tells their truths and tells their story the way they want it to be told so um i i i believe he did that and and i have nothing but respect for this young man and uh and I only wish him the best. So, uh, Jax9, it will be coming up here shortly. But first, go to rainamystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com, and go check out what this lady is doing. She is streaming, folks, four days a week, Tuesdays, Thursdays, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and then Saturdays and Sundays. It changes. I feel like she goes on at different times, and she forgets what time she goes on. But this has been the solid one that I've noticed, 9 p.m. on the weekend. So Saturday, Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's what I've noticed. We're just sticking with that. Go to rainamystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com, and go check it out. Now she is in the middle of recording some fire-ass new music and some parody music. There is so much new music coming on, and it's all because of Twitch. And can we just give it up for Twitch? Twitch.tv slash randomistique. Go give her a follow. Maybe even subscribe. While you're there, go to We Speak English Good because WSEG TV is doing it big twice a week. This week, we went live four times. Well, we are going to be going live four times because... You know, I'll tell you guys about it on the other end because I want to get to Jax and I don't want to keep running my mouth. But... Just know that it involves Melvin Riley of, um, oh my God, what's the name? It is Love Me Down uh, and Oh Sheila, uh, Ready for the World. That's the name of the band. So um, I had an opportunity to do a press junket with Melvin Riley of Ready for the World and uh, that happened last night. So we went live last night uh, and it was amazing. It was a good time. His puppy his dog ended up having puppies on stream so it was an amazing night of 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 new beginnings and uh we were talking about his upcoming work that he's doing and um we were getting into we were just getting started and it got cut off short so the good thing is is that we're going to be rescheduling I'm going to be releasing the press junket so y'all can check it out and and see for yourself what was going on. But we're going to be doing a follow-up interview where it's going to be a one-on-one, which I am very, 
very excited about. So be expecting that out of a Mel Melvin Riley. I had him labeled as Marvin Riley on the show. I was so embarrassed. My God, I don't know what it was with me yesterday. I could not get shit straight. Anyways, let's keep moving out here. Go to twitch.tv slash we speak English good. Like, subscribe, you, 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 please. It's it's a good time. If, if you really like this show and you're like, hmm, I wonder how I could get more involved in the show, come over to Twitch. Look, I get it. Another social media platform, another app to download, another password to remember. I get it, but Twitch is not your your TikTok or your Twitter or your Instagram. This is a uh, a social media platform that is very inclusive and, 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 and all encompassing. My God, I spent too yesterday. I spent all day on Twitch, all day. I woke up Twitch, fucking lunch Twitch, uh, fucking teaching my son homeschooling Twitch. I'm telling you, it once you get a hold of it, it, it doesn't let you go, or you can't let it go. Anyways, go check that out. Twitch.tv slash we speak English. Good. I stream Mondays, Fridays, 1 p.m. on Mondays and 3 p.m. on Fridays, Eastern Standard Time. And of course, we're always adding bonus streams like this week. <laughs> so here we go. Here's here's the hard pitch. Like, subscribe, review. So like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, uh, uh, Twitch. Like us on Twitch. Follow us there. Uh, like, subscribe, review. So subscribe. So subscribe uh, uh, wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, iTunes. Follow us on Spotify or subscribe on Spotify, Stitcher. Wherever you get your podcasts, please subscribe. Also, we have a YouTube channel that has music tutorials, which I'm going to get back into, by the way, everyone. I am going to get back into recording those music tutorials. It's just I'm getting back in the mode the swing of things before the summer project came the the infamous massive summer project that i just wrapped a couple weeks ago so i'm getting back into the swing of things it's not so easy i i have lots of ideas i mean so the ideas are there it's just getting them out of my stupid brain and out into the world so you guys can learn so go subscribe on YouTube. You can also subscribe on Twitch. Of course, they'll cost you a few bucks a month. But like I said, quality content deserves a little bit of compensation, I'd say. But it's up to you. You don't have to subscribe. It's a free thing. You can come by and hang out and chat it up with us anytime you want. No money required and not expected. So please do stop by the Twitch channel uh so like subscribe and review so here, here's the big part please leave a review on itunes uh, um, anywhere you can leave a review it helps soundcloud also we'll read your reviews on air and i will depending on what it says i will or won't make fun of you so there you go <laughs> We're going to have a good time. Uh, both of the, all the reviews on uh, on iTunes, at least, are all very nice. And uh, I, it's, I appreciate anybody who takes the time to go leave an iTunes review because it is not easy. It is not. But please leave reviews or, or leave a five-star review or any way you can leave a review. It helps. It helps us be found in the algorithm universe of podcasting. 
I could never find a good solid way of saying um, find us in the it helps us in the algorithm it helps us be found like that all sounds like I don't know there's I, I haven't found an eloquent way of saying the algorithm helps us be found you know like that's that sounds like a two-year-old like the algorithm helps us be found okay okay let's get over to jacks because this is going on way too long i'm looking at this wavelength and it's getting bigger and bigger as i ramble on so uh let's go and jump into jacks nine and then i'll give you a little bit more details on what happened last night in my melvin riley interview i, th I th you know i honestly i think i already told you everything i don't know you know me i'll just start talking so let's save it for the other side when you guys are done with the interview and turn me off so, <laughs> so let's ensure that you'll never hear what about melvin riley <laughs> and my experience with him last night in his press junket okay guys enough out of me let's get over to jacks nine remember go download go stream abstract the latest album from your boy jacks nine Put your hands together, motherfuckers. It's Jax 9. Hey, Jax, what's going on, man? Chilling, bro. Living the life. Hell yeah. Oh, I got to turn off the... All right, I'm going to turn you down a little bit. Uh, chat was vibing to the music, man. They were digging it. They were digging it. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Uh, I'm, I'm, okay, so just so you know, man, I forgot to tell you, but um, I'll be interacting with the chat. So if I'm lo mm -hmm. not looking at you all the whole time, I'll be looking over here, and we're yeah. gonna be incorporating questions from them and and just comments and stuff. It's fun. It's so we can all have fun and have a conversation together. So yes. tell me, man, how is your day going? How you been? Man, I'm a simple guy, bro. Oh yeah. <laughs> Man, I get up, I get to more music, I go to sleep, eat some pizza. I'm a smooth guy, bro. <laughs> I go to sleep and eat some pizza. <laughs> That's pretty much it, bro. So, so, so you say, uh, so are you a worker then? Are you the type of guy who rather like on the weekends stay in and work on a track, or, or are you the type of dude who uh, likes to get out there and party and, and try to find balance? I am an anxious little boy. Oh. On the <laughs> like a lot of attention i don't like being around a lot of people i got my little friend group and i do a lot of music with my friends and i just sit around so i don't really make music to put it out i really make music just because that's what i do um and putting it out is like a byproduct if that makes sense it does it does so music is more of like something that you have to do rather than something that you do to gain attention or fans or yeah. adulation this is what I do because this is what I do. If I get overwhelmed with sadness or anger or happiness or, you know what I mean, I'm in love, then that's what I do. I make music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. No, that, I mean, that's a great reason to do it. A lot of people get caught up in this idea that, you know, I want to go and be famous. I want to be rich. And they don't really work on all the stuff that it takes to get to that point. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I, uh, in high school, I used to bring my guitar to school for my senior year. And it was mainly because I had been homeschooled for my sophomore and junior year. 
And I really didn't know how to talk to people like that really much anymore. Mm-hmm. So I would bring it as a crutch because if no one's around, I can just play my guitar. But the attention that came from it was too much for me. So like, people walk over like, oh, you play guitar? And then sit down like I invited them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I> play. <laughs> they sit down like I invited them. Well, I mean, there's an argument there to be said. As soon as you break that guitar out, you're inviting people into your, well, some would say most vulnerable space is your music, you know? It's a really vulnerable space. But, I mean, I never shun anybody or anything like that. Of course, of course. I know what you mean, though. I I, I do know what you mean. Man, yeah, like, people would be like, oh, yeah, come play this song for my girlfriend. And they, everyone does this. They name a song and expect that just because I play guitar, I know how to play whatever song. (laughs) up with so it's like yeah you know blah 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 right no i don't no i don't no <laughs> not at all you know i know this song that i wrote i don't yeah that. no cat yeah do you want to hear that song i could give you that one all day yeah they're like uh, sorry. what songs do you know how to play mine that's pretty <laughs> cool. um you know like i i get that same thing man like um I'm a really anxious person. I, I like even right now my palms are just sweaty as shit. It's just ridiculous. Hey, I've yeah. been doing this for years now, and I'm still just sitting here like, oh, it's clammy. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. So Definitely. I know exactly what you talk about when you are, um, even when you're done with a performance. Sometimes when you perform, you're you're putting it all out there, and then when you get off stage. You're, you're sort of in this really vulnerable space and, and, you know, people just want to come say hi to you. People just want to come hang out, you know, especially if you killed it, if it smashed, you know, it was a good show. People just want to hang out and just know who you are because, you know, they're like, wow, look at that guy on stage. He's so cool. But really, you're just like, I just want to go like hide in a little spot and recover from what just happened there. <laughs> Man, the main thing is like the anxiety of did I do good? Yeah. Am I right? So like... uh I have no issue, you know, talking to people afterwards. Mm. A lot of compliments make me feel weird. Mm, yeah. uh, like, oh, you're so great. Thank you. And then <laughs> you're just like really awesome. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Like, so it makes me want to hide. But yeah. I'm okay with talking to people. I'm not the most horrible. Uh, I tell my friend, basically, my dad is a, a introvert and my mom is a major extrovert. Mm. So I feel like I'm, I, I got both and I can do both. But most of the time, I do like to be secluded off with my little friend group. But I do love, um, don't get me wrong, I do love people that love my music. And for the reason that the uh, making music and having people hear my music is a great thing, especially when they can hear it and understand why I made it. So if you can feel the emotion of what of which I wrote it in, then that would be a, a great thing. I would consider you... A better friend, a fan than a better fan than someone that just listens to it because it sounds nice, you know? Yeah, no, for sure, man. I mean, like that's like the I feel like that's that's a that's a pretty common goal, right? Like people just want to be understood, people want to be accepted, they want to make something and people and, and get something from it. Um, yeah, but it's like uh, that that anxiety thing, man. Like this the. What are some of the ways you sort of deal with that? Like, how do you how do you deal with that? If you know you have to go do something, you know, that requires you to sort of step outside of your comfort zone, what are some of the ways you sort of, you know, navigate? Well, first off, I didn't even know, like, 
uh, I didn't know how to explain what I felt. I didn't know that's what anxiety was. I just knew I got weird. You know what I'm saying? Until I started talking to this girl and she basically was able to point out what it was. And uh, so I'm like, all right, so now I, I, I understand I got it. So what do I do? Now, my dad's a pastor. So that's like being a mini celebrity. In <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't do anything without people knowing. Yeah. You know what I'm so dealing with that, one, I get kind of quiet. You know what I'm saying? But I do, I do mingle. I do talk to people. You know what I'm saying? You just hold the things that are most dear to you um close and yeah you know, i mean when it comes to performances and things of that nature i usually have to psych myself out uh like all right we're doing this this is about to happen let's make it happen and uh i work hard to be entirely myself and put it all out there and knowing that i'm also a nonchalant person so it's like okay there's no reason to be worried because i don't care anyway mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying <laughs> so let's just get up there and be entirely me so if 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 it gets too much i'll close my eyes yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, uh, but me is a really goofy, awkward little boy. <laughs> this is the way it is. Yeah. So I'm going to be all that goofy and weird and everything on stage. I'm going to put it all out there and lay it down. And then when I get off, you know I mean, everything was there. I did my best. I tried my hardest. And, and that's that's enough for me. Yeah, you know I mean, and uh, whether I messed up a, a line or, yeah, you know I mean, I sang a note wrong or I cracked. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, it's, it's, I did everything I could on that stage and I left it there. Man, you know, I got to say that I, I really, the younger generation, because I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm way older than you. Uh, one thing I do appreciate about this younger generation is that the, um, the, it's okay to be vulnerable. Like, like for you to come on here and say, you know, like I, I'm, you know, I'm an anxious little boy, you know, who, you know, who's goofy and nerdy and all that. It's like, I feel like coming from my generation, there was this, um, there was this block on it. Like, like people didn't want people to know that they were vulnerable. People didn't want them to know, you know, they put on this facade of like, you know, whatever your facade is, you know, whether it's like I'm a fucking rocker or I'm fucking hard, you know, I'm a hardcore rapper, whatever it is, you know, it's I feel like there is more it, it there's more of an open dialogue about about, you know, mental health in general with artists. Um, At the end of the day, I, I tell I tell everyone I want to be entirely myself with every piece of music that I make. So I am a Christian, right? Mm-hmm. I am an awkward dude. I am a lover to the end of my heart and I will punch you in the mouth. So like all these things together, like I will make a song and tell you I'll punch you in the mouth. And then the very next song will be about how much I love my girl. It's just, yeah. it's just the way it is. And people, some people will be like, or oh, is he being hypocritical and blah, blah. It's not, that's not the case at all. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I love God with all my heart and I love my girl with all my heart and I still will punch you in your mouth. And, it's all the same me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not a critical thing at all. It's, I'm still being me to the fullest. Mm-hmm. So yeah, at the end of the day, I can't be anyone else. And if I try and make a name for myself in a lane that is not mine, if I try and go in Drake's lane, mm-hmm. then I can go farther than Drake because I'm still trying to follow his lane. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I can go the farthest in my own lane because it's the only one that hasn't been paved yet. So Absolutely. Absolutely. I um I agree with that wholeheartedly because it's – there's just so many, uh, I just feel like there's so many people trying to be something else, you know, trying to be what people think they should be. 
and I feel like it kind of bites them in the ass. And you know, like you know, Billie Eilish, you know, for example, I, I was reading this article about how Billie Eilish sort of she created this whole uh, persona about being this sad gothy girl. You know, so always sad about shit. It's like all right, but now she's sort of kind of growing up and sort of growing out of that, and she's sort of talking about how she feels sort of trapped into this the space that she she built for herself and i feel like you know i don't know how much she has to be sad about you know what i'm saying like <laughs> I, yeah, that's, her, so that's her own truth but you know like she's doing pretty good in life you know and maybe that's yeah. sad for her though i don't know at a certain moment because i was looking at stuff with uh juice world rest in peace i love juice world mm -hmm. you know what i mean and uh there's a artist named nf i love nf um, they're both two people I can't listen to if I'm sad, though, because they will throw me over the edge. But the point being that um, after a certain moment, you have to wonder, are you, what are you making music for? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Are you making music just to be sad? Is that the only thing you can make? You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And if that is the only thing you can make, then by all means do it. But if it's not, don't make it like it is. You get what I'm saying? Because uh, at the very moment that you make something different, Everyone's going to be lost and confused. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, I have my sad moments. I do make my very sad songs. But I have my happy moments. And I make my very happy songs. You know what I'm saying? So, at the end of the day, all it goes back to just being whoever I am uh, to the fullest uh, fullest extent. Yeah, the 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 pastor's son thing, I... I uh... I talked to this cat named uh, Money Don't Buy Happiness. That's for sure, human race. Um, I was talking to this uh, uh, um, this producer named Nissan Stewart, who's this uh, incredible drummer, and um, he uh, he was a pastor's son out in L.A. and he he was telling me about how he started touring with like Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg, and you know, the blowback from the community, from the church community, you know, it was something that he really had to contend with. So I'm curious, yeah. I'm just curious if, if you find those same kind of things, if you find those same kinds, I know you said some earlier, do you find those kind of judgment? Do you feel like that you're kind of restricted by your, um, you know, by your position restricted. in your faith? Restricted, no. Mm -hmm. um, but I feel like in every community, there are, yeah, I mean, people that give it a bad name. So, for instance, in church community, I told I told a friend of mine, because he was like, man, I get sick of church people. I'm like, do I like church people? No, but I like my church people. Mm -hmm. Do I like churches? No, but I like my church. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, in my church, yeah, I mean, I don't get a lot of blowback at all. Uh, my mom is a bit extra sometimes that's just my mom hey, everyone's mom. So I, that's you know moms moms are supposed that's, to be extra exactly <laughs> but other than that like man my church is is the most supportive of anything and at the end of the day i'm always being entirely me so what can they even blow back on if i'm still being me now if i was to change drastically you get what i'm saying yeah. and and i was supposed i was to do be somebody that i was not out of out of nowhere i would expect them to give me blowback and please do. You get what I'm saying? Because I don't want to become someone I'm not. Now, yeah, I mean, it depends. Because people will, you know, grow up a certain way and be some way their whole life and then pop up. And next thing you know, yeah, you know I mean, they out doing something that is contrary to everything they've said their whole life. 
You know what I'm saying? And then at that point, when people have something to say about it, now they're upset. But I mean, you you did it. You get what I'm saying? Now I'm I'm not out to judge that person or anything like that. But I can't be upset at my mother if you know what I mean. My whole life I've been this great kid, then all of a sudden she catches me smoking weed and and drinking out of an alcohol bottle on the church steps. You get what I'm saying? She's gonna be pissed. You know what I'm saying? She's gonna say something to me. You get what I'm saying? I can't be upset at that at all. You know what I'm saying? Now, yeah, I mean, I'm not judging people who who do what they do. Yeah, you know I mean, I'm not saying that touring with Dr. Dre or anything is is bad. I would love to. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, what I'm saying is, if I was to do that, I'd still be me doing that. Right. It wouldn't be a different jacks. It'd be the same jacks doing everything that I'm doing. And for that reason, like I said, other people would have something to say, but my church people, nah. My parents, no. Nah. My church, we're good. You get what I'm saying? I do. So, I do, yeah. man, and and that's, I think that's what's so you know that's what's great about uh, church communities is that it is like something that brings a community together. Um, but then on the other hand, there's you know certain church communities that tear people apart just by ideology and stuff. And I struggle with all that, but you know, I but I do totally respect the fact that you're like you know I don't care for that. I don't care for that. I like what I have, and like I like what my family has built. And, and yeah, totally, man. I get that. So, so then, do you find what do you find problematic about other churches? And I'm not trying to say name names or anything like that because I know that gets dicey. But what I find problematic is if you're going to stand for something, stand for it wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Um, um, if I stand for God and God's principles and God's morals, then I will be that in everything that I, I can be. Um, uh, uh, I have a lot of people that try and dissect things that I do and try and guess the motives of which I did it in. But, you know, I mean, you don't know me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you don't know how I made it or what I was thinking when I made it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and uh, so I think if you're going to be something, and I, I feel like this is with everyone, and I, I say this to everyone I know, I can respect you if you hate me today and hate me tomorrow. You know what I mean? Or if you love me today and love me tomorrow, I can respect you. Because at least you're the same. But if you love me today and hate me tomorrow, I don't know what to do. You know what I'm saying? I'm already lost. Being an anxious, weird guy, I don't really understand people's emotions in the first place. So I need you to stay the same so I can understand what's going on. Um, so if you if you can stay the same, then I can respect you. And as far as churches and Christianity and the church community goes, if you can stay the same, then people can respect who you are. They can respect your beliefs. They can respect what you do as a person because you've not, you have not changed. It's the same thing I said. Like if I'm the same way growing up as I am now, yeah, you know I'm saying that my mom can respect what I'm doing. Yeah, you know I mean, so at the end of the day, if you stay the same and your morals stay the same and you keep the same uh, standards, then at the end of the day, no one can 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 come at you sideways because you've never changed. You've been the same person. What is that to get upset about? They knew who you were. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's my only thing. If people can stay the same and keep the same energy, the same, the same standards, the same morals, then then the world can can respect anything that you have to say because you've been the same. Yeah, yeah. Uh, International Space Bacon, thank you so much for that host. I appreciate it, buddy. Uh, yeah, consistency. I, I I feel that, but but uh, but do you think that that sort of leaves? room to uh, or it doesn't leave room for for changing ideas uh do you feel like that kind of well i mean from what i and i'm not assuming anything i'm just saying that seems to be to me that 
people change over time, and not drastically, I'm saying, but like they change um, their ideas, they change political affiliations, they change, you know what I mean? So um, are you stringent to the point where it's like, you allow people for natural growth or do you still see that like you have to have these fundamental ideas and sort of stick to it at all times? Uh, um, I, I just was talking to my, my boy about this the other day. My walk with God mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with yours. Yeah. And yours has nothing to do with mine. Absolutely. So I'm not going to be on your head about it. Mm. What you do is what you do. It has nothing to do with me. You'll know where I stand because like I said, I'm consistent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'll know where you stand because you should be consistent. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So there really should be no no back and forth between me me and another person because you already know where I'm at. I know where you're at. Your walk with God is your walk with God. Whether there is a walk or there isn't. You know what I mean? Whether it's non-existent or it exists. You yeah. know what I mean? So there's no reason for me to... I don't even argue with people. I hate arguing with people. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to change my mind. You're not. So yeah. we're just walls coming together. At the end of the day, it's not going to change anything. I mean, if you have a question, I'll answer one. And if I have one, I expect you to answer that one. Yeah, I mean, maybe minds can change through through that. Yeah, you know I mean, but I'm not about to argue with anyone. Yeah, you know I'm saying. So I have I have friends that don't believe the same thing that I believe, and it's not my fault, and it's not my obligation to make them believe anything. Their walk with God is their walk with God. Now I'll probably pray for them. Yeah, you know I mean, I'll, I'll, if they need help, I'll talk to them. Yeah, you know I mean, other than that, but other than that, uh, it's not my business. You know what I'm saying? That's between them and God. So. Uh, do I believe that that ideas change? Sure. Do I believe that people change? Of course. But is it my is it my obligation to make that person change? No. Is is it my obligation to conform you into something? No. But it's my obligation to answer any questions if you got them, and it's my obligation to pray for you. That's pretty much it. That's all I can do. Yeah, you know I mean, because you're your own person at the end of the day. So that's it. Yeah. Well, no, I I respect that, man. I respect that. I, I, I suppose it's just when when I heard you say that I was just like, well, you know, people change, people do change, but I, I get exactly what you say. It's like you can't help what other people are doing. All all you could do is do yourself, and 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 stay in your own lane. And and I respect that for sure, man. Um, when when you're dealing with, um, I I I don't mean to keep harping on this anxiety thing because I I deal with it all the time and and so when i talk to someone else who who's willing to talk about it i I, you know i try to how do you sort of balance that 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 need to want to be social and that that need to or that want to just sort of hide away and, and sort of you know be in your own space uh i have people people that's beautiful five close friends five close friends and my girl um, and these people make me feel open. You get what I'm saying? They make me feel like I'm great. I'm awesome. I'm cool. You know what I mean? I'm a cool dude. <laughs> and so I get that recharge from my friends, from my, from my girl. And then I can go out and I do stuff. So before I go, I'm usually on the phone with my girl for all day. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, all right, I'm about to go to blah, blah. You know what I mean? You know, we talk. We get everything out. We go there. My friends are very supportive. Right after everything's done, they come, oh, you did great, blah, blah, blah yada, yada. And then it's cool. Um, it's good to have people in your corner, especially if you're an anxious person or a nervous person. Um, it's good to have people in your corner that uh, you know I mean, support you, people that can tell you that you, you sucked if you did suck yeah. and you take that or to tell you that you did awesome if you did. 
Yeah, man, honesty is so huge, right? Like, if you have people surrounding you who's only going to tell you the shit that you want to hear, then you're going to end up, I don't know, like fucking, like our president, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's, it's like, you can't just have people surrounding you who, who are, who are, who are just going to tell you what you want to hear, who are afraid to hurt your feelings because, you know, because they respect what you do. It, it, it is, it is, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. It's like having your people, having a core people and, you know, like having lots of friends, like that's never been my thing. But as I've gotten older, I've accumulated a lot of people I call friends, you know, but like there are still that core member, you know, those that core unit that really is kind of impenetrable at this point. I'm almost 40, man. So like, I, I, you know, I'm making new friends all the time, but like my core, my inner core is pretty set. It's pretty settled. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree, man. It's like having that core is, is so, so important just to get through the, it, and like a core that believes in you, right? Like, I, I yeah. feel like that's a big part of what's missing in a lot, especially young men these days, yeah. is, is that yeah. there's, there's no core, like, no one, there's, I feel like there's a lot of people out there that don't have anyone that believes in them, who even yeah. gives a shit about them. Yeah, um, my five friends, man, they're awesome, bro. Uh, we ended up uh we do a lot of music together yeah i mean uh black lotus we're we're freaking awesome and we basically we come together and just vibe off of each other and encourage each other you know what i'm saying and uh uh they're awesome people yeah. so i know i know for a fact if i'm standing and i need some help they're right there for me yeah you know i mean if i don't have it yeah my boy got it if my boy don't got it i got it you know what i'm saying yeah. and that's for all of us. And um, having that type of people in your corner is better than everyone in the world loving you or everyone in the world hating you. Uh, I said a line one time. I said, nothing here is real. That's why it's called chasing the dream. And it basically was me saying, like, on the way, on the road to everything you want, people get faker and faker the higher up you get. Uh, I saw a phenomenon once I actually got, got a manager. Uh, uh, people be like, yeah, why'd you come to this function? Uh, I usually don't go to functions, but my manager told me to come and meet some people. Yeah. Their eyes poke up. Oh, manager. Hi, how are you? How do you want to talk? Like, man, leave me alone. <laughs> like, So it's like the faker and faker people get. That's why if I have these core people with me, it really doesn't matter how fake people are. Yeah, you know I mean? Because it, it won't phase me because I have my core. We're good. You know what I'm saying? So that's that. Uh, hate the human race wanted to know what it was like being homeschooled. You said you got homeschooled for a couple of years there. What was that like, and why did you homeschool? I got in trouble. Um, I, when I was 15, there was a 26-year-old lady that liked me. Oh. And, uh, she kept coming up to my school and things, so my parents took me out. Wow. And I also got in trouble because I was actually talking to the lady. Yeah. I was going to ask, did you like her too? I was like... No. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was very uh, lonely, and she talked to me. Uh, growing up, kids at school didn't really mess with me. I got into a lot of scuffles because of it. So, basically, uh, it was the worst time of my life and ever because I was in trouble, so I didn't have a phone or a computer access and nothing like that. They also took my guitar. Oh, that's rough. <laughs> I would make music in my head all day and I would just do a lot of thinking and I was homeschooled for two years. Um, so when I came back to school, it was like 
awkward. When I left, they were doing the Dougie. When I came back, they were doing the whip. It was tripping out. <laughs> it threw me off, man. <laughs> Sorry. You it just threw me, threw me off. With that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, you know, oh, the, I, you know, I, we, you can talk about as much as you want, but I was just, how do, how do you meet a 26 year old who wants to come hang out? She was a friend of the family. So uh, that's why it took everybody by surprise. Uh, it was a friend of the family. Uh, to be honest, looking back on it, I really believe she just wanted to corrupt my little mind, which she succeeded. Um, uh, yeah, I still haven't. To this day, I want to. I want to go and I want to confront her and talk to her about it. I don't want to like beat her up. Yeah. It's just like I want to know, like, why did you mess with a fifteen-year-old? You really didn't have to. Yeah, no, and and you know that's like that's terrible. Like I don't, I don't understand people who are like you know, you know, like because you get all these older like students from their creepy teachers, you know, creepy dude teachers who are hitting on young females. Yeah, and then when it's the other way around, I feel like there's there's just sort of lack of compassion towards it. It's like, oh, yeah. he's a dude, and and on some levels there is yeah. something to be said about being a dude in that situation, but a kid is a kid, and you know. Yeah, when I think about it, uh, when I when I would say it to guys, they'd be like, oh yeah, and I would feel like, all right, maybe I am the man, <laughs> but it tripped me out because what happened is I went to a wedding. And she happened to be there. And, like, that's when I really, it, it sat on me how much she had messed me up. Because I'm there with my girl. And, like, I'm there for the, for my girl. I'm not there for nothing else. And then I see her in the crowd on the other side. And, like, everything in me went back to 15. I felt like a little kid. Then I was mad at myself. Like, I really put niggas in the dirt. What am I, what am I feeling I'm anxious for? What's up? Yeah, I'm like getting mad at myself, like, man, be a man, chill out. But I'm also feeling really awkward and scared because I really don't want her to look at me. Yeah, I mean, I'm like tripping. Yeah, I mean, and at that moment, I really understood how much she really jacked me up, jacked up my brain. Yeah, I'm saying. So at the end of the day, man, uh, for on one hand, those experiences between that and another relationship I got in back then are the reasons I started making music. Because it was just so much emotion, yeah. so much anger or sadness or loneliness. Yeah, you know I mean, it was just like I needed to do something, and that was an outlet. Hell yeah. But so I thank God for it. I'm not, I'm not basically happy it happened, but I thank God that it, it pushed me into something. Because I was telling a friend, it's so weird. Before then, I didn't do not a lick of music, wow. and now all I do all day every day is music, and it's like it's, it's weird. The thing that I do all day every day, I didn't even do at 15. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I fucking I can't stand motherfuckers who fuck with kids, man. That shit fucks with me real bad. Um, yeah, fucking female Epstein for sure. Uh, thank you for sharing your story. Raina wanted to say thank you for sharing your story. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but let's talk about music because uh, I think that's a good transition into into something more positive. Uh, so what what besides this these events what sort of introduced music to you like how is there music in your family everyone in my family is musically inclined nice everyone i mean everyone uh, <laughs> the only person i think can't sing is my grandfather no. and he still tries his best uh. <laughs> god bless him 
my grandma is the type to if you say the word happy she has a song for it you like she has songs for anything and she just sings and sings and dances around my grandmother is almost 70 years old and she still runs and and races people and dances she's she's all in there uh, my my dad he plays piano and sings my mom sings so my dad would write music for my mother to sing um so growing up watching all that and everything else, I mean, uh, music was always in the family. So I don't know why I never tried my hand at it. Mm. Uh, I never thought about it until at that moment. Yeah. Uh, I got my guitar from my grandfather. It was in their basement for like 30 years. So wow. I, and uh, he gave it to me. I learned how to play it since I was homeschooled anyway. I had a bunch of time on my hands. Mm. So uh, I sat down and learned to play it on my free time, which was all the time. And, uh, man, I used to, bro, I'd freaking sit on the toilet and play the guitar. <laughs> I'd eat off of the back of the guitar and then flip it over and play some more. Like, there was nowhere I went that didn't have my guitar. That's why when I went back to school, I had my guitar because nigga, what? So. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Um, I, I love that. I love that that, that was like... You're just like, it just, you flip a switch and you hit this certain age and all of a sudden you're just like, you're just very interested in things. It's, yeah. it's similar to me, like around 15 is when I switched on and I just wanted to play all day and I was a lonely kid, but I was a lonely fat kid. So <laughs> I did, I was a lonely fat kid sitting in my room, sweating and masturbating, being weird. It's fucking, um, it was just, a, you know, it's just what, you know what little fat kids do, but, oh, we lost them. I hope I didn't scare you away. No, you good, bro. I'm just kidding, man. I'm not. Uh, but yeah, so with your family, did did your dad? So did your your family? Oh, I think I'm. Um, did your family? Oh shit! Hold on, man. I think I'm feeding back through. Did your family? Um, did your family go out and perform like uh, secular in the secular circuits, or was it always for 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 uh, the church? My mom's gospel to the end of it, to the fact that when you know, I said my mom trips out sometimes, she'll be like, Mom, you want to hear the song? Blah, blah, blah. Is it gospel? I'm like, well, not really. I was talking about a girl. I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to hear it. I'm like, ah. <laughs> so my mom, my mom said when she was young, she had some that, oh, she has a goiter, a goiter on her, on her, th on her throat. And, uh, Basically, they did an operation on it, and she prayed, and she told God if, if he helped her voice, then she wouldn't sing anything other than gospel, and she stayed true to that promise. Wow. So uh, my mom does not sing anything else. Neither does my father, uh, but my father's more inclined to listen to my music than my mother is. <laughs> well, right on. Yeah, the, the well, I mean, I, I'm listening to your album and, and, and seeing sort of the spectrum of where, what you, the content of it, of, of what you're talking about. Um, you know, I, I could definitely see how your mom could be a little put off by it. Uh, but let's, we'll get there. I want to talk about abstract for sure. Uh, but uh, so then moving through like 15 and stuff how when did you start like singing when did you start rapping when did all that start sort of coming into play for you well i was i would always sing to myself as a little little kid mm. yeah i mean because like i said kids didn't really like me like you know there's like two kids in the whole class that people don't like yeah. but there's one they like more than the other i was the other so uh, 
<laughs> so right on, man. yeah I, I feel you i sang to myself all through recess and class and whatever but as far as rapping i told my i'd always tell tell people or tell myself like i'm pretty sure if i did it i'd be good but i just haven't done it and then one day i was like well shoot let me do it so i wrote something out and i'll rap it to people they'd be like wow that's great you know what i'm saying and uh so i just would i would try it out and whatever whatever but i did more singing until until like four years ago three or four years ago uh i got upset because this boy every time i bring my guitar to class he'll come over and freestyle but he'd be rapping the same stuff and it would make me upset so i was like man i'm about to show this man how it really is so every day i would play instrumentals in my ear and keep freestyling until i got better at it and then i started freestyle battling them <laughs> uh, until i won because like you got me messed up <laughs> so well yeah you gotta come correct if you're gonna come try to rap and rap battle it's like you better come with like something fresh man I, yeah seeing people crash and burn like in a rap battle or in a cypher is is still one of my favorite moments to be a part of the cringe, bro. Right? You're like, oh, dude. <laughs> That's just hilarious. Like drunk nights outside of nightclubs. Like I, I just recall just drunk nights and like we'd get done playing and, and then all the dudes would be in the circle, like, yeah, going and just, just sounding shitty. But then there would be that one cat who comes out of nowhere and just like yeah. raise it down and everybody's like, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, I miss, <laughs> yeah. That, man. I miss that. I miss being in a hip hop. I miss the hip hop community, man. I really yeah. do. Um. Anyways, so so you started developing your talent and and your your voice and stuff. I, I, did you sing in church at all? Like, did is was that part of your upbringing? Mom would get all the kids together and we would sing, uh, sing songs or whatever. We practice and. Things of that nature. So yeah, and then once my dad became a pastor, my dad became a pastor when I was in fifth grade. Oh, that's interesting. What was he doing before that? Just going to church. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Going to church. <laughs> like before fifth grade, it's like things get blurry. You can't remember if something actually happened or if it was a weird memory or a dream. I don't know. But Memory's I know he was at a factory. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it's all good. No, memory is a weird thing. I, I have all these weird memories. Like, you know what's funny is like when I confront my mom, because my mom was, well, is. She never stopped being Mexican, but she's this angry little Mexican lady who used to fuck me up with her shoes. Oh, and, shit. And, and like, La Chancla. And like, now you talk to her, all of a sudden, all of a sudden she forgets all about it. What? No. No, no, me, yeah. no, no, that's not what happened. Me, not no. me. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's it's interesting how memory changes over time. Yeah, man, definitely. <laughs> um, definitely. So let's talk about abstract, man. Like, uh, but well, actually, no, let's not talk about abstract right this second because you have like a bunch of releases before abstract, and you you've done all kinds of stuff. Like you you dabbled in Christian rap. Am I correct? Yeah. Now, yeah, I mean, yeah, basically. Like I said, I always just did me. And basically, uh, I started out writing a bunch of, uh, I just wrote like nine songs. And uh, it was all remixes. And so it was just whatever I had on my mind. Just And back then, I didn't really understand how to make a, a chorus. So it was just like 60 bars. Just three <laughs> bars minutes. Bars on bars on bars. Just going. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. And, 
gonna drop no some breakfast. fresh bars for that. We're gonna drop and some fresh bars. After that, I went to college, and I was doing a lot of music in college. Every week, I post a, a video on Instagram, and I probably post it on YouTube too. And I was just posting and posting and posting. I would do little challenges and contests, and I win or I wouldn't win. And yeah, I'm saying I'd just be doing all kinds of stuff. What'd you and study in school? I went to study music, but I stopped going to class. Oh, me too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, basically, they freaking, they made it like, oh, music program's going to be so great, but it wasn't. And I ended up having to do music in my dorm room, so I just stopped coming out. <laughs> it's like, I just do music here. You keep yeah. that over there. I'll keep mine over here. <laughs> I was the same way. I was the same way. I was like, fuck this. Like, I'm not really interested in learning, like, some dead dude shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care. I don't see why I need to learn math if I didn't come here for math. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, not to shit on music school because it's very important for people who want to go and study you know, music and do it correctly. And that for some people, it's just, it's just too constricting. It's stupid. And the reason why <laughs> is, bro, yeah, I'll say what you want, bro. Man, freaking Beyonce doesn't have a music degree. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're like, you need to know. I really don't because you know it and you're still here. Like, it makes no sense. Mm-hmm. I, I recently... Oh, a while ago, a couple months back, I did a whole diss track on my whole college because I was pissed. I was so mad. Dog, somebody told me if you were nicer, they'd probably like you more. I'm like, man, what? I mean, God, well, I am an a hole. But look, <laughs> like, I just was so upset because there were like music groups at the at the place. Now I play guitar, bass, drums, piano. Yeah, you know I'm saying I rap, I produce. I make beats, you know what I'm saying? It's like I can engineer. You would think that I would be in at least three or four groups. You know what I'm saying? Got all these small music groups. You you would think I would be in some of at least the rap one, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They didn't put me in none of it. So I was wondering why. Come to find out the music director purposefully kept me out of everything. And like the the teachers were like, Yeah, we really need him. We would, we would love to have him in this. But uh he would purposefully keep me out of out of groups. And then that made me mad. And then all this other stuff. And, you know, people get mad at me for God knows what. You know I mean, I'm the most talented person here. You know, if anything, stuck in my penis. But, you know, whatever. Um, so I just said everything I wanted to say, bro. Yeah. And, I mean, I at the end of it, I said I'm not mad about it. Because it pushed me to, to be the best I could be on my own. And learn how to do it myself without you guys' help. I just feel like you wasted my time. I'm, I'm in debt. Yeah, I mean, now because of this, yeah, I mean, and you, you didn't benefit me anything, so. Yeah, I, um, you know, I talk to people and about, yeah, a- academics don't respect anything but the classics. Yeah, academics. The thing is, you, I don't think, unless you want, unless your goal is to go play in the New York Philharmonic, uh, I don't know if going to school for music is financially viable for what you get in the end because yeah. you might get that piece of paper but that piece of paper ain't doing shit for you in the music world you know what i mean like it might maybe for some weird corporate music job but who the fuck wants to do that it's like yeah yeah and that's that a few jazz but as far as i can say yeah yeah it's just, they they value the classics and jazz and 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 there and there's something to be said about learning that stuff and i love yeah. jazz but it's yeah. you know, it was- 
Yeah, and it's not for everybody. And and to to put young people in like crushing debt at such a young age for for what? You know, like cuz really what it's just a business trying to sell their product. And so they're going to say and do anything to maintain that power, that power over the mind of people, you know what I mean? Like, because right now people think, I go to school, I go to college, I'm going to get out, I'm going to have a job, and I'm going to buy a house. And it's like, well, shit, son. Like, I don't know if that's absolutely true, especially yeah. these days. I mean, yeah. I have friends who have master's degrees who can't get jobs, you know what I mean? Who are who are, who are Uber drivers, you know? Yeah. It's yes. like, I, it's, it's a really weird racket. And <clears throat> unless you want to, like, really pursue the top, you know, the, the New York Philharmonic or what, or broad, whatever it is, I wouldn't even go, <laughs> I would say fuck school because all yeah. you're going to do is, is put yourself in this really shitty position where you're, you're in debt at the beginning of your life, at the beginning yeah. of your life, when you're supposed to be like changing the world and doing all the big things that you've always been thinking about since childhood, you yeah. are in crushing debt. You can barely pay your rent because if you're in a city uh, especially a bigger city, you're paying way more money than you can really afford to live there. So yeah. it's it's a very disheartening and disconcerting uh, a thing that, that these colleges are doing these days to young people. And it's really sad. I mean, it's, it is really sad to think that, that so many people are buying into this. And it's like, yo, if you're going to be a doctor or a lawyer or like I said, college is probably the way to go. But if you're just trying to be a musician and, <laughs> or you're trying to be an artist I mean, learn your art. You can learn it online. You can take classes from Berkeley online for free. A whole fucking course. I know there's something to be said about going to university and all that, but god damn, man. It's just, it's sad to think that people are out there really struggling, you know, with like hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt at 22. Like, what the fuck is that? What kind of beginning of life is that? Yeah. And. Death. And they got me too, man. They got me too. I'm still, I'm still here with, with my student loans. I'm still paying all that bullshit, and you know, it, it's a, it, it is a racket, to some point or another. But you got out of it. You were like, fuck that. I'm gonna do me. And then yeah. so, um, so then, you know, I, with the Christian rap, I, I, I was watching your, um, your uh, thing you did yesterday with, uh, with Garrett. And uh, the live stream you did on Facebook, and I just thought you made some really funny points, and I'm not too familiar with it, but you were talking about, uh, and uh, you know, I'm not judging you at all because obviously you're an artist and you're gonna do your thing. And Christian rap, if you started there and you had your things there, that's fine. Who gives a shit? I'm not even cares. Uh, but what you were saying about how. Um, Christian rap these days is sort of is 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 weak because it's it's kind of inundated with the older generation. Can you kind of ex, uh, expand on that a little bit? Because uh, I thought you made a, a decent point, and I don't know too much about this world, but I was they are wimps. Uh, <laughs> so I think you said Christian rappers are soft. I think that's your direct uh, quote, which is really uh, funny. And the reason why is because one. It's like you act like just because we're Christians, I can't tell you you suck. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, fuck, you suck. And it is. Um, 
And then second, you act like because I'm Christian, I can't say that I'm awesome. If I'm awesome, I'm just awesome. If you think differently, prove me wrong. If you can't, then hush. You know, it's just the way it is. Um, and then it's a lot of old people in Christian rap, 40 years old with you know, it's five kids, and they can barely crank out an album. I mean, it's something to be said, but like when I'm 40, I plan to be either retiring, retired or close to it. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, I don't plan on doing this forever. At a certain point, I'm going to be stuck in a certain era. You know what I mean? Um, right now, I, I'm still young enough to keep moving with, with the times. But at 40, I expect to be stuck in, in where I was in, at 20. You know what I mean? And it'll be okay. You know what I mean? Um, there's no reason for Jay-Z to keep on trying to drop rhymes like he's the coldest world he's not yeah you know i mean right time, time for him to sit down and do business yeah i mean it's the way it is uh it's the way life goes so it's like for the whole most of the genre to be old people yeah you know i'm saying and yeah you know I mean? i'm using the word old loosely but in music terms 40 years old you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. uh, yeah i mean it's it for the whole genre to be old people and young sucky people i just feel like it's horrible now the thing is uh would I consider myself a Christian rapper? No. Yeah, you know I'm saying. Uh, do I consider myself a rapper? No. Yeah, you know I mean, I don't. I don't even consider myself a singer. It, it's weird. I just do stuff. Mm. I don't know. Do stuff. Now, I mean, that being said, am I still a Christian? Yes. Do I up, uplift and, and encourage Christian people? Yes. But if you suck, will I tell you? Yes. If I feel like I'm better than you, am I going to say that? Of course. Yeah. And what I said with Garrett is, there's a lot of biblical things to back up. That I'm saying. I mean, freaking, I was telling my friend, David literally sat there in the middle of a field and said, I'll kill everybody, chop y'all heads off, and feed it to the birds and to the beasts of the field. And because I'm the dude, I'm that guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's sitting there doing it. And God was behind him, like, yeah, that's my nigga. Like, like, like yeah, I'm saying, like, I'm gonna do it because God's gonna He's like, yes, I definitely am. And then he did it. You know what I mean? It's the way it is. So if I say I'm the best, Cause God made me the best, and I'll kill anybody in a rap battle. Yeah, you know I mean, sixteen bars, and I'm the most awesome rapper on the earth. You know, Jesus is behind me, like yeah, I made that nigga like that, and it's just it is. You know what I'm saying? So I feel better. Yeah, you know, I uh, <laughs> Raida said that uh, I don't know about that forty. Uh, I don't know about that forty is just the beginning. Raina Raina is a musician, a singer songwriter herself. But um, like you were saying, I think that th- that you have to sort of transition with the time, right? You transition through your ages. And I think, like, when I look back on, like, because I ran as my wife, and she's moderating our chat today. Um, uh, you know, I've seen her grow with her artistry, and I've seen her go from, you know, young R&B uh, hungry for this and then as she got older she was you know her perspectives changed we had a kid and now now we're sort of doing stuff a little bit more laid back you know what I mean so like I I, I feel you where like people should uh, not should or have to because there's no right or wrong way to do any of this shit but it's like you sort of find your role as you get older and you sort of roll with it 40 year old people who still dress like 15 mm-hmm. yeah like, my G, at this point, yeah, I mean, there's a different mindset that you should be in. There's no way you should still be trying to be me. Be 40. You know what I'm saying? It's okay to be 40. You know what I'm saying? It's okay to be 40 doing music and do like a 40-year-old. You don't have to try to sound like a 20-year-old while you're 40. Because at the end of the day, you're just not going to sound right. Because it's not you at this point. Right. And I'm 
what I was telling Garrett is right now in the gospel music world, there's a lot of people who, you know, I mean, they're trying to make the younger generation music and it sounds great to the older, older generation, but to younger generation, to me, it just sounds off. You know, it sounds a little weird. It doesn't sound like it because it's not it. Yeah, I mean, it's not the 20 year old music. It's a 40 year old making music. You get what I'm saying? I do. So I feel like I, like I said before, stay in your lane. Not, not as a mean thing, but you can only go far in your lane. You know what I'm saying? If you try and make a, a way in someone else's lane, then you'll always be stuck because it's not your lane. Yeah. At the end of the day, stay in your lane. And I'm going to be in my lane. You know what I'm saying? 20 making 20 year old music, 30 making 30 year old music. And I'll be 40 making old nigga music. It just it's the way it is. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, the, the, like, when you look at careers like, you know, like Jay-Z, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I see what he means, too, Human Race. Like, he, uh, yeah, I, I, I actually agree with you because, like, I mean, I think it's cool that Jay-Z's still making music, but, like, I ain't listening to that shit. I don't... <laughs> I'm still with dusting your shoulders off, you know, like, but that's a, that's the Jay-Z of my time. And, uh, you know, go ahead. Dog on a song with Little Yachty. No one. It's it's just not, it's not the same. Yeah. Not the same. You're Snoop. Just sit down and be, it's okay. We love Snoop. We love Snoop. No one's looking for Snoop to, to kill a 16 anymore. We love Snoop. If you do a song with Snoop, you do an old school song and have Snoop jump on it. Oh, LBC, uh, uh, West Coast, yeah, you know I mean, something like that. That'd be great because that's the Snoop we like. We like old Snoop. We don't want Snoop to get on a trap song with Lil Dirk. No, we want Snoop to be Snoop. You know what I'm saying? Yes. That's <laughs> no, and, and you know, and there's this thing where people like to discredit the youth. Um, and I, 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 I firmly believe it's only because we're getting older and we're just afraid of our own mortality. And we see we, we 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 see our youth quickly draining from our face in the mirror, so we take it out on the youth. Um, but I do feel like there is this 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 really the, there's this thing where older people can dismuse, dismiss the youth mm-hmm. and say like, well, what the fuck do they know? What do they know? They're they're yeah. just kids, you know. And and and. <clears throat> And I do the same shit all the fucking time, you know. Like I'm, I'm a father now. Like I do it all the time. What the fuck does this kid know? Like what is what is he even talking about? But yeah, we. I think that that it, it is dangerous to ignore it. I think it's dangerous to, and, and, and I mean, physically dangerous. It can be physically dangerous to ignore it, but like dangerous in the sense of, I feel like the youth has their finger on the pulse of progress, and whether they go too far one way or the other. I do feel like the youth is what we should be listening to them. Um, I, I mean, we should be listening to them, but I mean, obviously, sometimes things can get extreme. So um, I don't know. It's yeah. I'm not trying to. I don't know. I'm not even sure what the point I'm even trying to make here, other than that we should be fucking paying attention to the youth. We should be listening and we should be open minded with what they have to say, even if we don't always agree with it. I think that's the problem is that we shut off the youth. We shut them off and say, what the fuck do they know without even getting the message of what they're trying to say? You know, uh, a lot. I mean, obviously, a lot of that's going on now today with, you know, people protesting, people are angry. Yeah. Oh my God, I have to bring this up because I was watching the, 
I was watching your guys' stream, just the playback, and um, and you guys had this uh, this uh, video of some Antifa dude that was your friend or something. No, that's my friend. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh, no, no, no! I'm so know sorry. My bad, my bad, my bad. I'm so sorry. I thought I thought I heard you say, "Oh, this is my boy," and he don't play no, around. Send me the video, and uh, my man. Oh, that's just slang. My man, it it don't mean that's my my. I get it now. As as I was saying it back to you, I was like, he was just saying my man. Like I get it now. Like yeah, my old ass. <laughs> I'm sick, bro. My man's came through with the with the with the skillet, bro. Ming ming. <laughs> two people in the mouth, man. It was crazy. Oh. Had us in tears. Oh yeah, that that was nuts. That was nuts. well. I mean, that's that's what's happening now. People are mad and, and and hitting now. You know, people are hitting and shooting and driving over people. It's it's nuts, man. It's crazy. Yeah, definitely. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So then, how did you? So are you? I know that Garrett had a hand in producing Abstract, but like for your past release, how much of that is you producing, singing, writing, engineering? How much of it is you collaborating? Um, I know you can't uh, sit here and quantify each and single one. I know, you know yeah. people tend um, to collaborate. Uh, usually, I am so used to doing everything myself that on this EP, I sat back. Ah. Uh, it felt good to sit back because I usually do everything. Like I, I have my own producers, so I usually get beats from them because I hate making beats. Um, but, uh, Why do you hate making beats? First, I need to know. A long, tedious process. Mm. Um, long, tedious process. You got to find different sounds, blah, blah blah. And my issue is, if there's something that I hear and I'm trying to get it out, I hear that and I want that. And it's like there's a world of sounds, but I want one. And you have to start looking, and then you play it over and play it over and play it over. And God forbid, I'm, I hear something in my head that I can't physically play, so I have to find someone to play it for me. Uh, it's just all bad. I don't like it. So, <laughs> Garrett would just send me random stuff and say, yeah, I want something this style on here. And I just do it, and I send it back. I work very quickly, so like 30, 45 hour, I'll have something too. And then I'll just be that. Thank you, Saucy, for that bit. I appreciate it. Um, the you're a fast worker. Like, have you always been? Have you always sort of been able to crank stuff out? Well, when I first started, it would take me weeks to get a song done. Yeah, you know I mean, uh, but after a while, yeah. Like, like I said in, in college, I would do music every week, so I'd have four or five songs done in a week. And uh, I just be doing it. And after doing it so much like that, yeah. Nowadays, if I take longer than an hour to do a song, it's because like something happened, or I just couldn't really sit down with it. Uh, yeah, it doesn't take me long at all. And I'm I'm happy because it doesn't take away from the quality of it. It's not like I'm randomly saying some BS. Uh, like I really I can put my heart on a song quick. Yeah. So. Well, no, that's what I was actually going towards is because you do have some good turn of phrase and and you know great metaphors and stuff uh, like uh the the oh my god i can't remember the line i'm terrible at reciting lines but i think it's okay. something about apartheid see I, I don't even want to ruin it oh yeah bro but uh, i think it's uh, is it mobbing yeah like i feel like that song has is like a good 
because you yeah. start a, you start the album with this like real dancey song, right? And then yeah. you sort of end the song where it kind of gets dark a little and and uh, you yeah, start going different places, you know, places your mom might not approve. So yes, well, mobbing is the one that I think my mom would love the most. Really, I'm sorry. I actually, I'm sorry, I assumed. No, you're good. You're good because that's what I was going for. It sounds like it wouldn't, hmm. but it is. You get what I'm saying? It sounds like it's not there, but uh, I was talking about it with Garrett yesterday. Everything on that song is strictly, yeah, I mean, Christian. It's strictly everything that I, I, I believe. You know what I'm saying? I, in the beginning, with the part you're talking about is uh, I said, we love to mix good with the evil, and now a part is tied. When we should separate the dark from the light like apartheid. Apartheid is in South Africa when they would separate the dark Africans from the light Africans. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But dark from light, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, sin from, some, from light. You get what I'm saying? Yes. So we separate what's wrong and what's right. You know what I mean? Like apartheid. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm, I'm saying all these things. I'm, I'm downright grounded. I ain't rapping just with sounds right. It comes from the scripture of being, uh, being set on a firm foundation Jesus was talking about. You get what I'm saying? I'm grounded on the firm foundation. I'm just rapping what sounds right to people's ears. Yeah, I mean, uh, the pounds ice, that means I'm colder when I follow right. It's a punching scheme. Yeah, I mean, when I follow right. But when I'm doing right, I'm colder. I'm nicer when I, when I do right. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So all these things, they were hidden in so many lines. Yeah, I mean, that you would have to really understand or, or dissect what I'm trying to say. But if you're just listening just to listen, it's just whatever. So that's fine if you're just listening just to listen. I don't mind. You know what I mean? But if you're dissecting and trying to figure it out, you'd really see my whole heart on that song. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, it, well, I, I guess the, you know, even Garrett was sort of referencing the, the deeper voice, you know, and, and sort of referencing violence and, and such, you know, and you were saying, you know, I'm a nerdy uh, and anxious dude, but like, I'll still punch you in the face. It's like, so that's a part of you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just the way it is. My <laughs> friends know if they need anything, call me. If someone needs to be punched, call me. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's just the way it is. Uh I'm very adamant about the people I love, and uh, it's a very harsh world. I left I left home at 18. I was on my own from 18 until now. Um, it's not like I couldn't go home. I just didn't want to. I was very stubborn. So I've been in a lot of things. I've been held up at gunpoint four or five times. I've been uh, in a lot of dangerous situations, a lot of stuff. So I'm not a very passive dude when it comes to danger. I, I will punch you in the mouth quickly. Wow. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, I, I don't know how much you want to talk about it, but I mean, like, how do you end up with a gun in your face, man? Man, stupid stuff just happens to me, man. <laughs> it's really stupid, bro. It's really dumb. Uh, there's a lot of stuff. I got set up one time trying to buy an iPhone. I've never been robbed. Because, I don't know, it's a stupid, stupid thing, but you're not about to take my money, bro. I'll die before you get, get my money from me. I don't know why, it's dumb, but yeah, I'll die before you get my money from me. So, I ran from the first one. Uh, second one, I just waited until he was done. Um, he didn't take nothing. I think he thought I was trying to do something, because I had a bandana on, because it was cold outside. It's weird now, people walk around with bandanas, and it's fine. But he right. thought I was going to rob him, and I was like, nah, gee, I'm chilling. Yeah. Uh, yeah, third time it was an ex. My my ex's ex. Uh, was trying to pull up you know, some crazy stuff, and 
Yeah, I mean, I called some cousins. He called some people. Yeah, we got it sorted out. Hey, sometimes <laughs> you got to call some people to get shit sorted out. It's what yeah, happens, you know? That was so funny because I refuse to carry guns just because I'm pretty sure I'll use it. Wow. Um, but I used to carry a lot of knives. So I had a hatchet in my backpack, a knife on my side, and a knife in my hand. And I called my mom like, Mom, yeah, this dude, he, he, blah, blah. She's like, what do you want me to do? And I'm like, I don't know. What if you don't leave me alone? I'm going to cut him like a fish. It's like, all right, I'll call your father. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Well, that's a, you know, that's a loving mom right there. It's like, I'll go ahead. Um, Oh, hold on. Also, thanks for the follow. You are the first one I got all the way up to now. Oh, I'm glad that I'm the follow. I followed you the first. The Duke. The Duke 47. Remember that when you're when you're uh, when you're on top of the streaming world. Remember the little guys. We speak English good. Was my first follow. Holla. Okay, that was stupid. Holla. <laughs> that was so stupid. Thank you, Duke. I appreciate you stopping by. Uh, so, so then with with this last album, then you you sort of you sort of sat back and you sort of let uh, Garrett sort of take the reins on that. So. How far do you guys go with that? How do, how far do you let a producer sort of guide the creative process? Nowadays, uh, the creative process, that's the thing, is they they ask me so many questions. And with me being nonchalant, I don't know. So, like, I just be doing stuff. And, like, so, for instance, I had a song I wanted to make for my girl. But I Garrett plays way better guitar than me. So I brought him the chords and everything. We sat down in an hour. We had the instrumental made. I went home and I did everything around it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like I bring an idea, they make it real, and then I add the the vocals and the words and everything, and it becomes a song. So all the songs on Abstract started out really bare minimum. I was actually very puzzled because like they didn't even have a key. Like pardon, it was just literally boom. Like three minutes of that, I didn't know what the heck I was supposed to do. There's no melody line. There's nothing. And I called my dad. Like, bro, he gave me bare bones. I don't know what to do with this. And uh, my dad was just like, try it out. So I I came through, and that's why the harmonies and part. And I this love is all you need. I made the harmonies in there because there was no there was no. Nothing, right. right? So I brought it back to them. That's when they added the bass, boom, Scott, do, 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 and all that stuff, and it came together beautifully. But what he sent me usually was very much bare, bare minimal. Threw me for a loop. <laughs> it, well, <laughs> the the when you're saying quick, uh, you you writing stuff down quick, you get it out quick. Now, do you find yourself like writing the bars really quick and going back and editing? Or do you usually find it that you can just sort of do a pass through? I mean, what's your process with it, especially? And how did you get to be so quick at it? Well, lines run in my head. Um, So when I sit down to do it, usually what happens in my head is like, like for bipolar, I did bipolar in like 40 minutes. Like recording everything, splitting up the voices, and then I went off to work. And so I was sitting there. I'm, I'm back in the mode. I've been one. I'm good. I'm good. I'm doing a lot of mumbling. And then I'm like, I'm going off crazy. That'll be cold. And then blah, blah, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, I mean, so it's a lot of mumbling. And then I usually mumble a lot. And then I come back and try and make one line. Then I mumble some more. Then come back to that line. 
then I actually have the line, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I want to make a bar about yada, yada, and I want to make bring it around to this. And then I come through. I don't know. I just do it. <laughs> <laughs> Watching me write is a weird process. I look very crazy because I do a lot of, a lot of, oh, that would be cool. And, I, <laughs> and, and uh, yeah, I mean, I do a lot of mumbling. And like watching me write a singing song is even worse because nice. And then like if you're a friend and you're sitting next to me, I'm definitely gonna tap you and you're not gonna understand what I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean you're just gonna have to nod and smile at me and uh Yeah, I do a lot of that. Well, I I mean just to sort of get my head around it, so the lines come at you just really quickly and you just write them down and 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 there's no editing there's no nothing it's just you're okay fair uh, enough editing is, editing is in my head yeah i mean uh if, if it's rare that something needs to be edited and if it needs to be edited it's because I, I i it was a timing issue uh rapping is a lot of syllables i probably added an extra syllable on accident so instead of saying i am i need to make it i'm but other than that no right on well, you 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 talk uh, hearing you talk, you know, like you call your dad and you call your parents a lot. And I was just, I mean, you you seem really close with your parents. Have you made like is your dad sort of like uh, someone that you can really rely on to like speak with and, and talk? Pops to? my guy. Pops is my guy. The thing is, surprisingly, I wasn't close with my pops a lot um, until like I left off for college. And when I left off college, we understood each other a different way. It was like, I understood why he did what he did. And he understood that I was grown and I, he had to give me space. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it went in a certain way. Uh, I understood. Yeah, you know I mean, and yeah, I would come back every weekend. And like me and my dad just got really close. So I asked my dad, dad a lot. Like I said, I, I punch a lot of people in the face. So I, I call my dad when I get upset. So I don't punch people in the face. I call my dad when I feel like uh, there's a business opportunity and I don't want to get taken advantage of. Uh, I got upset at somebody recently and I was fiery upset. I was ready to crash the whip, man. And uh, I called my dad and he was like, yeah, you tripping. <laughs> and I just had to take it for what it was. I was tripping. <laughs> he was like, yeah, you're tripping. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's you. <laughs> threw me, threw me for a loop, cause I thought, I thought I was so right, yeah. and he was like, "Yeah, you tripping?" I was like, "Really?" And he just put it to me straight. He's like, "Just let it go. It's not that serious. Go get your business done." And basically, he made me. He didn't make me. He told me I need to go back to where I got upset at. Yeah, you know I mean, and tell the person I forgive him and everything. And I went back and I did it, and then everything worked out. Wow. Like, uh, that man, he be spitting facts. He be spitting. Well, well, it's interesting that he, you know, your dad went from um, someone who, you know, I, you know, obviously, I don't know what he was doing. You, you barely remember, but you, you know, someone who, who, who found his way through leadership. I can imagine he's a wise dude, um, and uh, it, and that's cool, man. I, that, I can really appreciate the, the dad advice. It's like, I always, I always get like, I always get all like soft when I see like, uh, when I see commercials of a dad and their son in their teenage years, like, yeah. even if it's a stupid ass commercial trying to sell me like hemorrhoid cream, it's like, it's like him and his dad, you know, like, it's just so cute. It's, it's just my son. And I just, you know, I project my shit on everything. Um, yeah. Uh, you also have this song called Bipolar, and I, you know, I don't know, you know, 
can you kind of give us a because that's a that's a that's a hefty name right that that name has yeah. definitely don't punch people in the face the duke says well sometimes nah. people need to be punched in the face the duke i mean it's <laughs> it's, it's a sad truth about life some people just need to be punched um, uh bipolar basically he he texted me and said i want you to do a kendricky type of style on this i'm like okay so the song in my computer right now to this day is named kendricky um, <laughs> Yeah. But basically, when I'm sitting down, um, there are two other personalities of mine. Jack, there's Jack Sly and Alexander. Um, now these are just like, yeah, you know I mean, problems that I face. Yeah, you know I mean, my own anger or my own anxiety. You know, Sly's anger, uh, Alexander's anxiety, fear, arrogance. Yeah, you know I mean, it's like these things. And uh, so when I hear stuff like that, I want to bring them out. And the thing is. I wanted to set it out in sections and have it really, really wild and crazy and just bipolar. And like, uh, like we were going to do a video for it, but I just decided not to. But like have me in a, in a chair, like bouncing back and forth, rapping the whole thing. Like it would be crazy. So that's that's why like in the middle, it's like randomly rapping fast and crazy. At the beginning, I'm like messing up over myself. Yeah, you know I mean, in the middle is I'm going off the crazy. I'm betting inside the fence while my mind's off. Yeah, I'm just like really nutty. Yeah, you know I'm saying I want it to be as, as nutty as possible everywhere. Yeah, you know I mean, you really can't follow it. But yeah, you know I mean, if you really look at the lyrics, like there's a lot in there. Like uh, in the begins, in the beginning, um, it says, uh, "Dying in with dimes, then the buy-in is buy, then the knife in the vest." So like, uh, dying in with dimes, like you get the baddest girl in the world, and you take them out. The buy-in is by then a knife in the vest. Like you end up dying trying to please these type of people. You know what I'm saying? So like it's a lot of it's a lot of words in there that you probably wouldn't catch, um, but uh, it's, it's a lot in there. Well, you know, there's a lot of pe there's a lot of people who are you know hip hop heads who are like really paying attention. Yeah, I, I think I caught Garrett. Um, because I think he said something like, you know, for those who pay attention to lyrics, I know some of y'all out there just listening to the beat. That's fine too. I'm one of those people. It, it really takes me. It really takes a concerted effort for me to sit there and listen to words for almost any song because it's weird because it just becomes part of the melody. It becomes part of the harmonies and stuff. Um, but but I always appreciate rappers who who command your listening to them. And I mm -hmm. feel like you have that commanding. You know, like you have that commandment because I I will listen to your lyrics. I, I did sit there and I was like. You know, just listening. It's like there's only certain rappers that can kind of do that for me, which is really weird. I don't know why. I don't know why you do it. I mean, I guess it's probably because yeah. you're pretty good at it. Uh, but, um, but yeah, it's really interesting. It's a really interesting thing. I find that with lots of instrumentalists, they just sort of look past the lyrics and they're just like, yeah, I, I'm just here for the melody, baby. But. Uh, but but I can appreciate that, and and I'm sure that you get people who enjoy your music who are kind of dissect it and bring stuff up to you about it. What do you um? Where do you see you going next? Where do you see you going next? Because I I know you you were talking a little bit about um your next project you're working on, but with Garrett. But I was just you know where are you going with this what, what's the next project even though you just released abstract that's such a rude ass question by the way no, it's, it's, you it's just released an album what's next bitch tell me i'm sick nah it's a great question 
And to be honest, it's okay. it's only a good question because I I know the answer kind of. <laughs> but they don't they don't know the answer. So I I would love for you to kind of go into that. I don't know. There's a lot happening uh, with quality kings and things of that nature. It all feels a little larger than life coming from a little dude that was just making music in a dorm room. So supposed to be some type of tour coming up we got videos we got projects yeah it's it's nuts but split tape next and uh split tapes is freaking awesome it takes place with jack slot alexander uh you like the vibe stuff and yeah that's where it's at bro it's, uh, it's really everywhere really nutty um but as far as me what do i expect to be i have no idea um am i stressing out about it either nope uh, i'm just back where i'm right here my computer ready to do music again that's what i do man and uh maybe it works out maybe it doesn't i don't really know i said in background people say i might not make it but yolo we yeah, at the end i'm just gonna do maybe i'll make where maybe I won't. I'll be happy with. It. Well, you know, like fuck those people first of all um, that tell you you won't make it because I, I I don't know like I feel like I feel like if you could accomplish the goal of just being a self sufficient self sufficient artist who's making money, living a life, uh, living your life from your music, from your art, I think that's success. You don't have to be. I, I don't know what's the big thing now. I used to say you don't have to be on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine, but that don't mean shit anymore. So like I don't know, you don't have to. Be, I don't know what's the hot thing to be on the cover of anymore. So you don't have to be you know twenty billion uh, twenty billion views on YouTube uh, to to be successful. I feel like if you can support yourself and 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 fucking carry on your life and live comfortably with your art, I mean that's success, man. And so, and, and I feel like once you get to that point, if you just keep taking it further and further and paying attention to the business part, because I, I feel like that's a big part of the music business that people skip over is the business part. You pay attention to your business, you pay attention to your art, and you take care of both. You're going to get somewhere with it. I mean, I don't know if it's going to be fame and fortune, but like if you keep grinding with it, you will get somewhere um, with it. Never let anyone make you think you aren't good enough. There you go. The Duke has laid down the knowledge. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I think you're going to be fine, man. I mean, you, you obviously have the grind. You know, you have the grind. Uh, where are you with the music business side of things? Do you, do you, uh, do you, how much do you pay attention to that? I mean, because I know that some artists are very much into the making their art. And like you have a manager who handles business and stuff, but how much of that do you take on yourself? How much of that do you shop out? You know, how involved are you in, you know, the business side of it? They ask me what I like. I say what I don't like. <laughs> I go where they tell me. <laughs> Fair I'm not enough. to run so deep and they actually hate it so much because they ask me a lot of questions. And the thing is, I, 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 I am happy at the fact that they ask me so many questions because at least I know that they're not trying to do me wrong. Mm -hmm. uh, but I don't have a lot of answers. Um, so I'm silently learning and looking on. But, 
Yeah, I mean, like I said, I go to functions because he tells me to. I, I go to, I do things because he tells me. I, I mingle because he tells me to. And I usually don't have to because he does it for me. I don't. I, don't I just show up. I'm, I'm just there, man. I'm just there. Jax has a leg up in this day and age of mumble rap. His lyrics have substance. Yeah, what do you think about the, I mean, I know you, you mentioned a few people that you really like. Uh, but uh, what do you think of like mainstream mainstream hip-hop and what wh- where it's at right now i mean one of the well, most popular songs on the radio is that even matter anymore <laughs> one of the most popular um, songs is wop so i'm just curious of where you where you stand on all this uh i have a weird phenomenon i don't if i if everyone's listening to a song i really don't want to hear it even if it is good uh it's it's a weird phenomenon I but I do listen to everything and when i say everything everything uh if you ride in the car with me, you're gonna hear some heavy metal rock. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna hear some some hard trap music. Yeah, I mean, and you're gonna hear some country. You're gonna hear some Japanese music. You're gonna hear some uh, K-pop. You're gonna hear a lot of stuff because um, I listen to everything. So, I mean, I can't really look down on anything. Now, the only thing I do look down on is if you have no bars and you're rapping, it just kind of takes me off. Like the beat better be awesome or something, cause like it just irritates me to a certain degree, uh, cause I do have bars and uh, it makes me want to write a diss track. And they told me I'm not allowed to write any diss tracks right now. So uh, <laughs> diss tracks aren't in, baby. You can sell down the diss tracks. <laughs> so uh, I'm the king of diss tracks, but like man, <laughs> I can't even say anything, cause like. I'll get hyped to slide by FBG Duck, and most people don't know what that is, but that is like as hood as it gets, bro. Yeah. The whole song is about shooting people in the face. Wow! And boy, I'll be there throwing up all the gang signs in the world, going nutty. So like, um, and then I'll be headbanging to some some uh, heavy metal. Like I love uh, Jason Richardson, and uh, I love uh, freaking. What's his name? Uh, wow, my brain just went poop. Whatever. The point of the matter is, I listen to everything. So yeah. So so you're okay with whatever's on the radio and stuff. It, it's fine. It doesn't bother you at all. It's doesn't bother me because at the end of, end of the day, I'm me. Yeah, I mean, I can't. Yeah, really I mean, that. it's like it. It doesn't bother me that 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 WAP is like the number one thing. Like I don't care. I mean, <laughs> what's what's wrong with what's wrong? Look, hey, what's wrong? What's wrong with wet ass pussy? There is nothing. There is nothing more wonderful than wet ass pussy. I mean, to me, I guess. I, I, don't know. I can't speak I'm for. Not everybody. Bad at it. I'm not I'm mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at, I'm not mad at wet ass pussy. I don't. I don't. I don't really get into a lot of female rap, and it's not because of who the females are. It's what what the industry makes it into. Because there's people like Chica. There's people like Tierra Whack. There's people like that really can rap. Like, yeah, you know I mean, hands down, rap. Yeah, you know I mean. And then there's other people that just can really talk about their vagina as well. Um, so I don't really get into a lot of female rap unless they can rap. I like people that can rap, bro. Yeah, no, I feel you, man. And like, just people like, oh, are they talking about pussy and niggas talk about their dicks. Uh, like, yes, they do. And I'm not really all on that train either. I like people that can rap. Okay, uh, listen to everything. I'll get down with you. But will I do a song with you? Probably not. Yeah, you know I'm saying. I want to do something with someone that can rap. So. <laughs> Nemo, 
D boy put put an emo down where it's like this. They're just yeah, it's, it's... <laughs> dude. I mean, I, I feel you. It, it the, like the thing is, is that it's cool that there's these rappers and like Cardi B is killing it. And it's like, yeah, get your money. I appreciate that. And like, if that's what's selling, you're hustling, you're doing your thing. I get it. But man. Don't try to sit there and tell me that Cardi B has got bars or shit. Because Cardi B does not have bars. Okay? And, and I'm old as fuck. I don't know, even know what good bars are anymore. I don't even know. I don't even know what that is. Like, I I still like Kanye and Jay-Z and Dr. Dre. You know, like... Yeah. I like Bone Thugs and Harmony, damn it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, 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 Jax is over here, like, shaking his head, like, what did I get myself into? I'm <laughs> crying. Yeah. Jax. Hey, man, I, I really appreciate you coming on the show, man. I really do. And, and especially just being open and honest with, you know, with everybody and, and yeah. talk about Northbound, Matt. What's up, baby? How you doing? Thanks for joining us. You're right on time. We're about to play some games. Do you have time to play a quick game? You know, sure. All right, Jax. Jax9, everybody, go and check out his latest album. It is called Abstract. It is out now on all streaming sites, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes. I'll just keep naming different streaming services for like like 20 more minutes. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but this is his music. Oh, thank you. Thank you for those claps right now. I'm going to play, um, I'm gonna play Mobbin off his new album abstract yeah, 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 yeah. why All I right. get the game set up so I'll be right back when we're gonna play how much does it cost on Craigslist and we're gonna be playing for some patches. What? And God's eyes are just fickle, sickle, We got Pornhub. We got all this. All this. All this. All right. We'll be right back, folks. It's ladies, I will not pick up your signs because you are not my wife. If that's not on your mom, put down the line because you are not my type. Crazy, right? Normalize a whole culture of being whores Been like trying to find your only fans instead of seeking more Naked on the gram, I wonder why a man won't love you cool The journey's no longer private when you get the world to right. so People get mad, that's not true what you're tripping for When I'm just trying to transform a doubt in Thomas to Curious George Trying to open you up and free your mind from the inner courts of ignorance You speak belligerent, well your potential's that of Minutemen It seems that innocence, your innocence is still here in a jam The truth is in the pan, but let me take a breath <laughs> the swag sweeter than honey If I fold then I'm the bee's knees Live life on a high note Keep it funky like the Bee Gees Follow me, I'm on another plane But are you seeing me? Created just so I could blow Sometimes I feel like TNT I easily could I rap the haters But that is not the goal I'm on the roll of rapping the truth Our father went holy ghost The day God gave me the gift He put me in the mold Dropped the talent, told me perfected I can't be timid, bro So I'ma stroll in and tell the crowd To get your hands up X is looking salty, I was down, but now your man's up Okay, and we're back Can you hear me, Jax? Yeah, you bro do you, do you see the screen? Yeah, I see it Yeah, alright the name of the game is How Much Does It Cost on Craigslist? We're coming back. Oh, I didn't do anything. 
my goodness. Northbound Matt, dude, how crazy was Davey 504? What in the fuck was that? That was nuts. Still crazy. Still, Hold on, I'm trying to get us back to the right screen here. Oh my god. You guys, give me one second. My ass, my pot smoking ass is just fucking things up. I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Are you are you seeing the stream right now? I'm seeing everything, buddy. <laughs> I see it all. <laughs> I'm sorry guys. I, I I meant to have this better, but uh just give me one second. We're gonna play this game. We're gonna play this fucking game here. Uh 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 what is this? Why isn't it doing stuff? Wow. There we go. All right. We're almost there, folks. We're almost there. If only if only you guys could believe me, because I've been saying we're almost there for a while now. Hold up. It'll be all right. All right. Thank you, Jax. Thank you, Jax. All right. Here we go. You're not going to be able to see Jax, but you're going to see the pictures. Okay. So the name is, oh, yeah, that was a good time. I admire Jax because he didn't get discouraged by uh, when they were negative towards him. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Jax, he does his own thing. Uh, Raina Mystique is now a celebrity because Davey504. I was there. POG. You smoke pot? I'm shocked. Not really. Yeah, I'm a stoner. Like, you'll find me at the finest Detroit trap shops in, uh, in the region. So, um, we're going to play how much... Does it cost on Craigslist? The, uh, it, it, the, it, the rules of the game are kind of like the price is right, but you can go over the price. So it's whoever is closest, and we are playing for, um, we'll do, we'll, uh, we'll, I'd rather be home, um, and San Francisco, Wu-Tang Patch, we got Pornhub, and we got Skid Row. The band. Okay. Uh, we'll see how many we get done. So, this... I want the Pornhub one, man. <laughs> Don't we all, baby? Uh, so, of course, this game is brought to you by our sponsor, ModedStudios.com. M-O-D-E-D-S-T-U-D-I-O-S. Go get yourself some of the finest, greatest, fully embroidered patches and apparel. Only at ModedStudios.com. Okay, let's get into it. So first item up for bid is early 20th century Apollo of Belvedere marble bust with pedestal. So not only is it a bust, but it comes with pedestal. Get yourself the Pornhub. <laughs> I have plenty of the Pornhub. My, uh, my search history is full of Pornhub. Uh, okay, <laughs> let's read this fucking thing. All right, so I'm going to read the description and then we're going to drop our biddies. Oh, the Duke has already got $6,000. Get, just hold on with the before you drop your bids. Just give me one second here. I'm gonna read it. Look at the picture. Study it. Um, so it's on sale. Uh, here we have an early 20th century Italian Art Nouveau Carrara and salmon marble Apollo of Belvedere bust on a mid 20th century rose marble pedestal base. We are offering the bust and pedestal for sale as a pair. Nice. However, only the bus may be bought by itself if so desired. The bus measures 30 by three and a half, three eighths inch, 
Fuck. Okay. An estimated weight on it would be approximately at least 400 fucking pounds. What? The pedestal measures 48 inches tall. The pedestal breaks down into three sections. The pair, the pair is in excellent overall condition with minimal sides wear consistent with their age and use. Some scattered light surfaces wear, wear on the bust and pedestal. This will require multiple people or a professional moving crew to safely move. Please message me if you have any questions. Yeah, I have a question. Fuck that thing. Why do you have that? I hate it so much right now. <laughs> That's just too much shit. Okay, guys, drop your bids in the chat, and we're going to get a bid from our guest, Jax. Jax, how much is this on Craigslist? Mm. 12 grand, bro. 12, 12 racks. All right. So Jack says 12 G's. The Duke is still at 6,000. Northbound Matt says 420, $429.69. Very good. I like it. I like it. Uh, let's see what else we got. Mighty Mighty says 10,000. Thank you, Mod, for the 12,000 for Jax. I appreciate that. Uh, Nimoy, are, are, are you playing? I'd love for you to play. Oh, Northbound 42. Oh, okay, I see. I got you. Am I going to win? I don't know. Let's find out. The actual... Oh, wait. Your favorite today with her last minute bid, 84.25. Okay. Now, let me do this. I just added this alert. I should let other people get a chance. Oh, yeah. Nimoy. By the way, I still forgot to send that out to you. I'll send that out tomorrow all i have it's so pathetic because all i have to do is just mail it and just put it in my mailbox and they'll just come and get it and i just have not been able to do that and it's not because i don't love you it's because i'm lazy okay so let's see uh no nimoy you take the glory that's true nimoy you take that glory you're gonna we're putting you down for 420 or 42,069 that's your bid nimoy and if you win you're getting another fucking patch, whether you like it or not. All right, got your address. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, here we go. Oh yeah, I gotta try my new my new thing. So I got my new um, command. Go drum. Here we go. Actual retail price on Craigslist. Oh, I gotta wait till drumline leaves. This is way too long. $9,500! So who got that? Uh, ooh, Mighty Mighty. Mighty Mighty has 10. Let's see. Uh, 84.25. Yep, Mighty Mighty. Oh, shit. Mighty Mighty. About it. <laughs> Mighty Mighty is like the, the, like the all-time champion. I think Mighty Mighty has won more than any other person ever. So, wow. Mighty Mighty, you know what to do. Just tell me which one you want in the whispers, and I'll send that out. Next item up for bid. Here we go, folks. Gorgeous solid oak antique door. Mm. Original <laughs> beveled glass panes. East Village, New York City. Gorgeous solid oak antique door. Original beveled glass panes. Over 150 years old. Solid oak. Original beveled glass windows. Yeah, you said that several times. All right, uh, 82, in, 82 and a half inches high, 
by 36 inches wide and two inches thick. Okay, I did it. Who or who, how do you write 10,000? Yeah, I, I won. I'm going to tell her. Okay, you tell her. You tell her. Oh, your favorite today is already dropping bids. Okay, guys, uh, let's you go ahead and drop your bids in the chat, guys. How much do you think this gorgeous solid oak antique door costs on Craigslist? Uh, Jax, what do you got, bud? 3,000. 3,000. Look at that. Very sure of himself. I like it. Thick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Nimoy. Very thick. Two inches thick there. Uh, the Duke has 11.25. I like it. Uh, Northbound Matt is going 420.69. Again, I like it. Mighty Money, are you going to do 10,000 or are you going to do. Well, I, don't, I'm not, I don't understand what you said there, so we're moving on. Consistency. Yeah, thank you, Matt. Consistency, which has been sort of the theme of our conversation today. Yeah. Be a little more consistent. Mm -hmm. Saucy chicken nugget. I, I don't have the. Oh, yeah, I can do that. Let me know what you want to hear. Saucy Chicken Nugget has requested a loop genre, which we will do right after we're done with the game. Nimoy goes $10. Which, Nimoy, I'm sorry for calling you Nimoli the other day. I kept on calling you Nimoli. I was like, Nimoli won! But when I went back, Reggae, you got it, Saucy Chicken Nugget. Uh, I, I went back and looked, and it was Nimoy. And so I was a little embarrassed, but I didn't lose sleep over it. Um, let's see. Okay. It's, it's cool. It's a tough one. Hey, you know, what? we do the best we can here on the other side of the cameras. We're not always going to get it right, but we appreciate your patience, everyone. Uh, okay, I could go for a saucy chicken nugget myself. Yeah, me too. I'm, 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 when, as soon as we're done with this, I'm going to go eat. I don't know about y'all, but I'm about to eat. Yeah. Uh, okay, so has everybody got their bids in? Let's see. Hate the Human Race says 2500 Mighty Mighty says 2000 uh, Rain of Mystique has 275. I had chicken wings for lunch. Oh, oh, rub it in, Matt. Rub it in, please. Thank you. Here, you can have. Wait a minute. What is this? Hold on. Hold on. This is ridiculous. What is going on here? I'm a scat man. Yeah, that's what's going on. Okay. Here we go, folks. Bids are in. Go a drum. All right. Changing my bid. Sorry, once the bids are in, it's over. I'm sorry to do actual retail price on Craigslist. I gotta wait for drum line to get out of the way. $9,000! Hey! Out in the street, they call it murder. Oh, shoot. Hey, I got something coming up. Is it possible for you to dip out? Oh, for sure, man. For sure. Hey, Jax, thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate it. You have a good rest of your day, my friend. I'm sorry you didn't win no prizes. I'll be in touch soon. Have a good one, All right, man. thanks, man. You be great. Jax9, everybody. Put your hands together. Thank you so much, Jax. I really do appreciate you coming on the show, sharing your truths, getting, you know, we got real there. We got real, real. And um, I appreciate that. I really do. And I hope that by sharing, by, by Jax, I'm talking to Jax specifically. I'm talking to you, Jax. 
you know, I hope that by sharing your story that you can help other young men who find themselves in situations that you found yourself in with an older woman as a, as a minor. Um, I really do hope that your story inspires other young men to maybe step away from the situation and, and uh, or even, you know, a woman who's listening, maybe rethink, you know, their, their, um, their choices. So I, I, it really does fuck with people when you, when you mess with them sexually or, or physically like that or physically abusive or sexually abusive it really does fuck with people i know that's a very obvious statement but it's a different thing when gender roles are reversed i think i think that men have people don't look at men or boys uh the same when it comes to sexual abuse um and and of course that's just our own cultural fucked up backwards thinking but here we are anyways mad respects big up jacks uh i respect uh his artistry and his 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 uh word craft is it's it's superb and you can see that he is going only going to get better as he gets older and uh he's already a smart smart dude so uh he has a bright future just keep 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 plugging away at it <laughs> Like you need, like you need some like fat middle-aged guy to tell you to keep plugging away. You can do it, young man. Just keep doing it. Yeah, I know, fucker. I know. What else am I gonna do? (laughs) Anyways, thank you so much, Jax. And of course, go please support Jax and stream or download Abstract, which is available now. Jax Nine, and that's J A X X, and then N x n e and you can find him on instagram at instagram.com slash jacks uh, uh underscore um nine n x n e so there you go 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 follow your boy give him some love stream his music enjoy the youth of today i uh i really appreciate garrett who sent um jacks over to the show i, I really do appreciate it he's been sending some really amazing talent over lately i have someone coming up in you know probably in a few weeks uh tandika marie who is an la artist uh r&b singer um bright 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 young lady um and uh she's 22 and she's out there just hustling and working and and she just has a great head on her shoulders and it, it was really interesting, honestly, because you guys can get my Discord, by the way. Um, we had, you know, we had a new member of our Discord come in, and we were talking about the interview after the stream, and and um, someone was like, wow, she's really cool and beautiful, too. And I was like, I agree, and she's really intelligent. And because she was, like, to me, she... <laughs> You can be as hot as you want to be, but if your brain doesn't match, there's this instant thing in my head that just, it's not that you're not beautiful physically. It's just if the brain and the, and the, if the beauty of the exterior doesn't match the beauty of the interior, then it's no good for me. (laughs) I don't like people who, because they look good, think they can treat people like shit or whatever the case may be you know a lot of times beautiful people are insecure too so it's not it's not always that they think they're better it's sometimes it's just that they have they're shy very shy 
and that uh, they come across <laughs> like they have RBF, but uh, really they're just, you know, just trying to put on a mask to show that they're not scared, just like the rest of us. <laughs> uh, I don't even remember what I was talking about. See, this is this is this is what happens. I start talking about other dumb shit, and I forget where I was. Hold on, let's review the footage. Okay, so after a, a bit review, uh, I, <laughs> I have found that we were talking about beauty and intelligence, and we were talking about our upcoming guest, Tandika Marie, which you can go and see the VOD of that interview right now at twitch.tv slash WeSpeakEnglishGood. It is up and available. You can watch that interview right now. Uh, but... Um, I wrote in there that... she. Uh, I, I, um, someone else commented and I, I responded to them I was like yeah she's a, she's a really awesome intelligent young soul something like that right and it was responded to in this idea that using young almost in a pejorative whereas I am um, where where we you know I'm still not sure on the point that the that our community member was making which I appreciate you know because I am trying to be nice I'm trying to be polite of course I don't like the control part of you know the whole politically correct thing but I, I do respect people and I do uh, I do want to be polite and I don't want to hurt people's feelings I can't help it if you, your feelings get hurt easily around me my bad but i don't want to it's not like i'm out there like you know trying to make sjw's cry because you know i'm not but you know they brought to my attention that youth are you saying young uh, in in the same sentence as intelligence um you know it undermines them as a person uh and and uh you know she was the person in that brought this to my attention was also sort of saying, you know what, why don't I just pull it out? Because this is this is the after conversation, right? So we can do whatever we want. Half of 90% of you have already turned this off. So <laughs> congratulations. You're in the top 10%. You know how I know? I have analytics. I can just look at numbers. It's easy. <laughs> it's easy to find out. Um, not who's listening, but uh, how long people are listening. Um, hold on, I'm looking in my Discord server right now, and um, let me see. Um, uh, 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 here, hold on. It's under here. It's under upcoming guests. So this is what this is what happened. I think. Hold on. Okay, here we go. So I'm sorry that took so long. You guys probably rolled out anyways. Um, so it says um, someone says kudos to you, Mike. You always make the most. Of talent you always get the most talented guests i said thanks man someone else in the community says she's beautiful too and i said i agree she is very intelligent as well and then someone um i don't want to name any names because i don't want to be rude because i, I want to protect my community members and i appreciate them uh but this is the person and i believe they identify as female so she says um 
She is totally one to watch musically and politically. Has a new fan in me, that's for damn sure. And I respond to her by saying, I'm so glad to hear that. She definitely is an impressive young soul. 100% emote. <laughs> so this is the response. I'm going to present a point of view here that might seem unnecessary, but I'm offering it up for your consideration. Here it goes. The, world, the word young is unnecessary in your sentence. It adds nothing and arguably diminishes much. Someone else in my defense, which is very nice, said, I'm not sure if I sure I agree. Uh, sure, young is unnecessary, but for me, it sounds interesting. Uh, us older folks like seeing and hearing about what's new. What are the young people bringing to the world? I am so impressed with the advancement of the world and what our young people can do. I do appreciate your point of view, though. I will think about that. Replace young with each of the following in turn. Black, Mexican, Jamaican. I think she's from the UK. I think <laughs> Jamaican. There's more Jamaicans in the UK than here. I don't know, I, which is very funny because most people don't like necessarily specifically name like specific blackness. It's here in America. They, uh, you know, they, they all Nigerian, Jamaican, Cuban. They're all black here uh, to a majority of people. I'm not saying that's how I feel. I'm not saying that's how it should be. I am just saying here in America, we don't differentiate. We just call all black people black, all white people white, and, 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 all, and all Latinos Mexican, whether they're fucking Argentinian or fucking, uh, or, 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 you know, Central American, doesn't matter. They're all Mexicans. <laughs> Puerto Rican, Mexican, Cuban, Mexican or black, depending on, you know, Cubans come in a lot of different sh uh, shades, but <laughs> America, <laughs> I love this fucking country. I don't care. I know it sounds insane, but I love this fucking country. So here I go. Uh, so the other person who's defending me says, no, I am Mexican and that definitely is not the same. <laughs> So I respond and say, I'm Mexican as well, and I and that don't fall right on my ears. I added young because I respect her wisdom. I do see how one could misinterpret that um, as I'm as me implying that because she's young that she may not have much to say. That is certainly not my intention, and I have nothing but respect for anyone that I invite on my show. Thanks for your input. I am trying to be a polite member of Sci. <laughs> so, um, the response to that is um, wasn't trying to hassle. Not that is not who I am. I reserve the the contents of my making trouble account for racist, sexist, homophobes, transphobes, all the usual suspects, fascists, kleptocrats, which I don't know what that is, or kosh kosh suckers, kosh suckers, or cocksuckers. Ah, gotcha okay sweet uh so i i have zero energy or intention to continue this i raised it with you because i have an amazing friend um who is now 37 and semi-retired because she is wicked smart and knew how to make and she wrote smart with a s-m-a-h-t so i got the the boston accent with it she is wicked smart and knew how to make the most of it when she finally succumbed to corporate America about seven years ago and now has given it both middle fingers 
and blank her friend uh, has had the impressive young amazing young intelligent young etc double adjective combo applied to her since the age of 17 and still gets it and it has burned uh, has burned inside her for years and used she used to have a searing blog post titled something like when will i be old enough to just be amazing and i think if you read it you might not feel quite the same i have emailed her to ask her if she has a link to it if she finds it i'll paste it here but that is my contribution to this ended okay so i respond i welcome open discourse it's how we all learn I felt you came across play uh, about it, and I am very interested in checking out your friend's blog. And and that was my response. So the idea of young, which I I, I really do want to read that post because you know I, I don't want to you know I'm not trying to steal anybody's thunder by calling them young, but I think like my other community member who was kind of defending me was saying. Um, was saying that it's impressive when you see young people do big things. I mean, it's impressive. Most people, they don't really get their career going. You know, like most people are not 27 and running the world, right? Or, or on top of the world, running Wall Street, whatever. That's not most people. And so when you see outliers who sort of rise to the top and, and, and you can visibly see it and it's palpable that this young person is, is obviously on track to be something more than just a young person, right? So I don't know. I, I, I thought it was a compliment. I, I thought it was complimentary. Um, I, I, you know, I, I'm not subscribing to the idea that's been put forth. Um, by my community member but i am interested in learning more about it and maybe i will change my mind i i do see the point though i i'm not trying to you know disregard people's intelligence whatever age they are i'm not trying to say that if you're young and smart and successful that's that's you know that's the only you know like i'm not trying to say anything in particular other than it was a compliment i was just trying to be nice <laughs> so um i appreciate it. i honestly do appreciate people the open discourse is appreciated because i want to learn i want to know i don't again i don't want to be that old dude who's con you know who's just constantly making the young people cry which is silly but <laughs> it's true anyways so this the melvin interview melvin riley of um what's it called god damn it i cannot remember oh my god uh ready for the world jeez louise i have been having such a hard time with melvin's name and with the name of his songs and the name of his band i just am not it's just been a mess so the interview went pretty well um it was it was a weird it was so i don't know if you guys are familiar with press junkets but a press junket or a media day for an artist is basically they go uh, if it wasn't the age of corona what they would basically do is they would 
they would rent out like maybe a hotel room like at the four seasons let's just say we're in los angeles or and and they rent out a hotel at the beverly that fame you know at one of those famous fucking chateau maman or whatever so they'll 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 rent out a, a hotel room the artists will come here and reporters will come in droves and all day it's just a marathon of answering questions and basically answering the same questions in promotion of whatever the artist has coming out so because of covid this was not a possibility there was no in-person uh interviewing so what it was is what press junkets have become and what you guys have probably seen you see you know these interviews with all these uh, these panels of huge celebrities on their shitty zoom calls without makeup and shit it's hilarious what it's become covid has is awful and has done a lot of terrible things but it's off also <laughs> exposed a lot of hilarious things uh, anyways celebrities on zoom calls in particular but i digress so it was basically a panel of, of people from different podcasts and publications and we all got three questions and i got emailed like the night before so monday night at like eight o'clock i get this email from renee which is uh melvin's publicist and she's very nice and um but it was like this last minute day before thing which i'm not trying to call him out or anything but i i am saying that damn you could have gave me a little bit more time especially that I emailed you like a month ago so but no you know I, I i i'm not trying to shit talk and um i do look forward to the one-on-one -on -one. it's just it was a last minute thing there's no denying that anybody there's no denying that you know last minute plans are you know are hard to accommodate sometimes but luckily it all worked out in a very positive way and i am very appreciative i just want <laughs> i just want everybody to know that i am appreciative to be uh, invited to this because of course fucking oh sheila come on that's just a classic and by the way are you did, did anybody else think that that was a prince song because i thought that was prince for a long time uh, but apparently it was from people from Flint, Michigan and not Minneapolis. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> anyways, so it, it was cool. So as soon as I get into the, the, into the zoom meeting room, I instantly see another dude who's a podcaster. He waves at me and I'm like, instantly like, Hey, what's up, man? What, what do you do? What's your, what, what, what company you with? And he's like, Oh, uh, love to laugh podcast and he's out of atlanta his name is marlon camp ballard he's a comedian out of uh atl so shout out love love to laugh or laugh to Lo love to laugh podcast uh uh marlon ballard go go give him some love uh but yeah immediately i started talking to homie and and, and we hit it off right away and then renee kind of comes in and then people started start filing in and 
I'm gonna put maybe I'll release that Friday because I think it would be really funny, and especially because it's out already on VOD. You can definitely go check that out. Twitch.tv slash We Speak English Good. You can check out the actual replay of the the video because I I screenshotted or well not screenshot, but I screen captured the, the Zoom call, <laughs> and it was a. Uh, uh, I mean, it, I thought it was going to be a shit show, but it was actually pretty well done. Everybody had, you know, there was about seven or eight different interviewers. Is that what you call them? Interviewers? Yeah. There was seven or eight me's trying to interview, and we all got three questions each. Uh, but Melvin was super laid back, super cool, and so... It, we ended up so marlon ended up going first marlon was first to the egg so he he was the first he got the first line of questioning i was second so i got the second line and then there was this young lady um i can't remember her name or her publication but it was this young lady who um who was third and then whoever kind of came in as the interview was in process so Marlon gets on, he asks some questions, and not bad questions, right? You know, not bad at all. Um, and then I get to it, and and of course, you know, me, I go right into a conversational discussion. Um, they gave us some talking points out at, up at up front. So like Melvin has some, he's doing some live streaming on the Hulu platform. Uh, I think Hulu is going to be doing some kind of live streaming stuff, maybe like Twitch. I don't know. I'm going to look into it because that's really interesting. But he's going to be kind of doing some live streaming. And I thought that was an interesting thing. And so obviously we're on Twitch. You know, I'm a podcaster. Obviously, I go right into it. It's like I think that's a fantastic idea because the uncertainty of performing because he also has a tour coming up and ohio is in the red some of the schools here are going back down into lockdown so it's it's very weird i mean not all of them because ohio is actually marching forth pretty hardcore um we're sort of like fuck it people are gonna die our economy is going to shit and and this is this is a state that eats a lot of shit when the economy is down this is where the, the 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 heroin and opiate epidemic fucking flourished. This is human trafficking has flourished here. Uh, NAFTA decimated this place. Thank you, Joe Biden. <laughs> By the way, I'm voting for Joe Biden. Everybody, I've decided I'm gonna vote for the guy who's destroyed this entire region that I live in. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna do that because the other guy is a fucking douchebag, incompetent fuck. Uh, but. You. doesn't mean that some of his policy wasn't bad but i mean god look at him he's going to war with fauci now you're going to war with your your executive medical team what <laughs> two weeks before an election you're gonna start going to war during a pandemic okay anyways we all know he's a dipshit anyways uh <laughs> where the fuck were we at so uh, we had a we we had our short conversation. It was about a seven minute, maybe five seven minute conversation, and <laughs> it was great. It was great. And then the next girl came on, and, and her question was kind of stupid, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't stupid. I, I shouldn't say her question was stupid. It was uh, it wasn't thought out, uh, and 
you could tell she thought it out, but in the moment, sort of shit the bed i i would say i mean it was hard for him to understand her questioning and he sort of seemed like i don't know what you're even talking about but then he just sort of went into this uh, pre-programmed uh bit of advice that he probably just sort of spits out to people when you know because you know, he has hits he has hits fucking ready for the world bitch oh sheila watch out um so yeah uh it, it was interesting it was interesting to see other people's um, other people's interviewing styles. And of course, I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb here and say that mm, I was the best, obviously. There's also this other guy who's going to be on the show, too. His name is Derek, and who came in. He's like, I work with TLC. I've done stuff, too. I want to talk to Melvin. <laughs> it was so funny because the way Zoom works is that whoever's talking, and basically whoever's talking the loudest is whose camera activates so he comes there like i used to be a tlc i can't wait to talk to Derek. that's gonna be so fucking fun because he was on me i did shit so uh so about that time right it was i think it was either during the girl the young lady who was asking the uh, uh unthought out questions um all of a sudden, he's like, hold on, guys. I think my dog's having puppies. So he gets up, and he just leaves the interview. <laughs> and and his publicist is just like, oh, my God. You know, like, she's just like, oh, Lord. And uh, it was so funny. And it was so cool because he, he was like, he came back, like, five minutes later because she was like, well, do y'all got any questions? You guys got any you guys got any questions for me that I might be able to help? And then she kind of went back over the stuff that he's trying to promote, like the Hulu thing. He has an upcoming tour. He has a holiday album or a single coming out, which I'm totally, I love talking about that shit. I mean, it's part of my job is to, is to make my guests look as good as, as I can make them look and, and to promote what they're doing. Because at the end of the day, they're doing me a favor. I don't care what anybody says. Anybody who agrees to come on my show... I'm not, I don't have shit, and I, my numbers aren't that great, but they're not shit, you know, so, but I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not trying to say that you come on my show, you get the Mikey P bump, no, that's not it, you're doing me a favor by providing content for my platform, and so I love to honor people who come on my show in the highest honor as I can, because they are going out of their way to take time, the most precious resource we have on this earth and spend it with me for a couple hours while I make stupid dick jokes and <sighs> choke on my own spit. Anyways, yeah, so he, he ends up bringing a puppy back. It's all covered in blood and shit or whatever, placenta. And he shows it. it's a cute little rat. It was a cute little rat. And um, it was nice. It was actually, I mean, it was a stream first. It'll be a podcast first. Puppies were born on the stream and so i i thought that was great and and even you know when i'm talking to everybody in the in the room i was like hey this was a productive night and so he wasn't gonna he wasn't finishing no fucking he wasn't finishing any interviews so uh, apparently when dogs are having puppies it requires like days of 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 attending to so 
I don't know what's gonna go on. Hopefully it's not in the next couple days because my shit is booked. So uh, hopefully we can figure something out that works for everybody. But whatever, even if we can't do the stream, um, I, I probably will still get video capture of the Zoom and of the Zoom call and I'll probably still do the audio. And so either way, even if we can't do a live stream of the interview, we will be doing an interview with Melvin. Uh, of course, this is unconfirmed yet, but um, they seemed like, well, at least Melvin's publicist, Renee, seemed uh, like she really wanted to get everybody individual interviews. So I am uh, I, I'm all about it. It sounds good to me. Uh, I would love to have Melvin Riley on a one-on-one. -on -one. So... There you go. That's basically what happened. We uh, it was a it was an interesting night. Afterwards, I played uh, I played some live loops and we checked out some upcoming guests and we actually had fun just hanging out and it was just me and the chat and we just hung out and we just talked. We listened to Oh Sheila and uh, Love Me Down and and uh, we partied. So if you are interested in doing that with me on stream please go to twitch.tv slash we speak english good it is a good time i promise you i'm serious too if you really do enjoy the podcast you know and the other thing i was thinking was that people enjoy podcasts for a lot of reasons and one of them being is that you can just stop and start it whenever you want you can you know if you just drive if you have like a 10 minute 15 20 minute drive you know, you listen to a 20-minute chunk, and then you get out. And then, you know, maybe a day later, you listen to it again, you know, and pick up where you left off. Or you just never come back to it. So, I I understand. I'm, I'm starting to get the, the picture of why people choose to listen to the podcast and not want to come over to Twitch. is because it's a live thing, and, you know, not everybody is, cares about interacting, and not everybody you know has the time to sit there for three hours straight and listen and that's the thing about twitch is like you are hanging out actively participating in you know and it's not looked down upon like to not participate in chat but when you go to someone's channel if you're just sitting there and not talking or not trying to you know it, it makes for a boring thing it's it's almost like if you're a musician and you're playing for a room of people up for a dead room like there's nobody in the room and it's just you you're playing for the bartenders or for the or for the baristas um it's just like just shoveling all this energy into the ether for you know for nothing and, and that's not always the case because there's people i mean most people start with nobody with goose eggs you know nobody in their channel and there's people who just start talking like wake the beast who's another person who's coming up another guest who's coming up on the show who i was i'm very excited to release because and which is available now on twitch actually if you want to go check out the vod uh, but yeah it, it's he, you talk about the beast who is a very uh, um confusing person to people who because actively he's trolling he's like a living troll He's like, I'm voting for Trump. I'm black. I'm, I'm fucking mighty conservative, but have very liberal ideas on some things. And 
you know, like he's very just a logical person, but um, I don't know. He he likes the he likes to piss people off, and he likes he likes to go against the status quo, and and I I respect that, mad respect. Anyways, uh, wake the beast. He, he uh, shit, I forgot what I was talking about, guys. Reviewing the footage. So most people start out with their channels with nobody in there, and and wake the beast was one of those people. And how he talks, I would just absolutely love to see some of those first videos of Wake the Beast just talking to nobody. Because he said there was like a year or so where he just got on every day and he just talked to nobody. He just talked to a camera for hours on end and then went about his day, which is tenacity. There's the tenacity behind that because now he has a very strong channel and a very active chat and they are very i mean they are i don't know i'm not trying to talk shit about my guests but it, it's it's just a very it's a very committed fan base community <laughs> i'll just leave it at that they're a very committed community i'm a part of it i i go there all the time i'm constantly just i have my air my airpod in one ear and i'm going about my day just listening to the beast talk because even if you don't agree with this man it doesn't fucking matter he still has a very convincing a point of view and argument so i loved talking to him i loved having him on the show and um i i can't wait to release it for you guys so okay guys that is enough rambling i've been in the laundry room for probably like 40 minutes now recording this intro and outro and it feels better i feel good i feel better about myself i, I hope you guys feel better for the one percent of people who are listening to this still i appreciate it thank you so much uh we got some great shows coming up on the docket thursday at 3 p.m eastern standard time on twitch live we'll have kat mcdowell who is a um uh, she is a kiwi from new zealand she's uh she's half japanese half kiwi and she at, at one point she had a uh she was doing pretty good in japan she you know like the tom Waits song isn't just about tom Waits. i'm big in japan yeah she was big in japan or and she has a following still in japan um, but she also is a Twitch streamer now, and uh, I love what she's doing. She has a podcast that my wife was just on, and she's not really calling it a podcast, but it's basically what it is. It's a songwriting uh, podcast where they try to write a song, a full song, in 22 minutes. Uh, I'm not sure what the idea about the number, why it's very specifically 22 minutes, but it was really interesting. And it's really interesting to see different artists. So she has different uh, singer-songwriters come on each week to, um, you know, write a new song. To write a brand new song, they write a song in 22 minutes as a collaborative, and it's really interesting. And Raina was on this last Saturday, so go check out Cat McDowell. It's Cat Dash McDowell dot com. That's M C D O W E L L Dowell dot com. Uh, go check it out. Friday, we got Dead Side Blues, who is an artist out of uh, Denmark. He is also a music streamer, and he has an amazing band, which I think it's called Hail to the something. Hold on. Let me. Wait. 
Am I live still? No, I'm not live. This is stupid. No internet. No internet. I ended my stream. Don't be tell me I didn't end my stream, motherfucker. I ended that shit. Okay. So, I'm sorry. I'm talking shit to my computer and my Twitch channel. Let me see. I'm trying to find... Oh, wow. Dude has jumped up in followers in the last few... In the last few days. He's killing it. Uh, so, here we go. Uh, I'm trying to find the name of his band. Because his band is incredible. I showed their video on um, stream the other day. And it's called Wood. And the name of their band is called The Hale Music Committee. And they're fucking incredible. Deadside is a, it, he just plays his guitar and he does covers and originals on stream, but he's also an amazing singer songwriter and on his own right. So his band's amazing. He, he's amazing as a solo artist. So he'll be on. So Thursday is Cat McDonald. Thursday, uh, October. That's tomorrow, October 22nd. 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is Cat McDowell. Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, the 23rd is Dead Side Blues. The 26th we have, or uh, not the 26th. Yeah, Monday the 26th we have John. Uh, shit, what's his name? He's been on the show before. He's from of Stonehouse, the local band here, local jam band. Um, he is going to come back on the show. We're going to talk some shit. Um, that's live on stream next Monday. And then the following Friday is Eddie Blunt of Skanks Roots Project. We're going to see what that motherfucker was, uh, has been doing over quarantine. We were supposed to have a tour together, uh, but that did not happen because of Corona. Okay, so that's what's coming up for the rest of the month. We have, uh, who the fuck are we releasing on the podcast? We're going to do a double this week. We're going to release another podcast, but I'm not sure if I'm going to do the Melvin Riley <clears throat> press junket or if we're going to do um, an actual whole new episode or a, a new episode from the stream. So be on the lookout for Friday. I am going to release something on Friday. So uh, be on the lookout. Uh, it's a busy week. So let's get on it. Let's stay on it. Um, be good to your fellow human beings. HJs for everybody. If you're going to protest, pro protest peacefully, safely. If you're going to fucking... <laughs> Never mind. Just be good to people. That's all. Just be good to each other. I love you guys. Take care of yourselves, please. All right. I'll see y'all motherfuckers later. Bye.